0: yo what's up man what's up man let's get it let's get it alright <clears throat> welcome to episode 5 of the Divine Council Podcast I'm Stefan. this is Montquay peace and greetings from the rise of the ah damn I fucked it up yeah, peace... Yeah. peace and greetings to the rising sun. Right. Let's get Right. It. Okay. Yeah, so we uh we took a break, you know what I'm saying? We took like a I guess a 2 week hiatus since the last episode dropped. Or oh, was that or was it 2 weeks ago or was it like a week ago that we dropped that? I can't even remember.
1: Oh, so let me see. I was looking at the uh, last date when we published last and it was July 27th. So I think that's around like 2 weeks.
0: Okay, yeah. So we took a two-week hiatus or whatnot. So, uh, what you been up to?
1: Hey, man, uh, it's career life. So, that's, I think the the biggest thing for the divine council is just we got we got to balance the career part with with um with this with the podcast aspect, which is, you know it's difficult. But we young professionals, I think we like you know we we doing we going about it in a good way and. You know, you know we, we're just not starting this off. It's all a learning process, and We got to keep on, like, developing with the uh, experience and uh, trying to tune our game, you know, without the right knowledge. But, right, right. You know, for, for yeah. me, to answer your question real quick, specifically, for me, it ain't been nothing but work. Right now, work, work, work. Grinding, you know, trying to get the bag stacked and um, waiting for my time to, uh, you know, go back to school. Right now, I'm just trying to get my experience, man. Right, trying
0: to make it... Man, you know, I've just been focusing in on what is most important to me. Um, You know, I've been in this uh, grad program for the past year now. I got two more classes to take, and I'll be done with it. And um, it's it's, it's really made me look at, like, working after you know, going to college and how you have to balance that with other things with, like, having a social life or whatnot. And it's been challenging at times, but, you know, I'm almost done with it. And it's just letting me know that, you know, if I, you know, I keep sticking with it, that it's going to end up some, I'm going to end up somewhere at, like, a higher playing field. As I talked to you before about new positions on the horizon. You know, so my main thing is just to finish out, finish out strong with the classes, and uh, move on to the next chapter of this uh, post grad life. You know.
1: Yeah, uh, the post grad life is interesting. Uh, it's it's just it's very interesting to see how different it is for everybody. You know, at this stage, like the way I'm going about it is it's different than the way you're going about it, and the way the next person's going about it. You know, even within my even within our professions, it's different on how on how we go about the post grad life which is I mean that's cool I do like that it's uh it's, it's about how you make it you get out what you put in basically um right but it's been tough man like you know really you know right now at the age of 25 we are basically we are going through what we call Saturn's return that's like when Saturn you know I'm not really a 100 percent astrologist I just know a little bit of of the of the knowledge but Saturn's return is basically where uh, it, it enters into a certain house within within our uh, astro chart, and it, Saturn, you know, with the rings and with the size of the planet, you know, when you look at the planet on a uh, astronomical on an astronomical level, that planet just imagine that planet trying to fit into like an area. It's not Saturn itself is not gonna it's not gonna just fit into something. The ring, it's gonna if, imagine trying to fit Saturn into a square into a house or through a door, right. it's going to cause, it's going to kind of force yourself in, you know, it's going to, it ain't going to be able to fit through the door, it's going to have to force itself in, and that's what it is, like, technically, this is the first midlife crisis that we got to go through, and, you know, I don't know about for you, but for me, man, I feel like every day in my career, like, what I want to do with my career, what I want to do with my life changes, and I view it as, like, this can be a good or a bad thing if you don't know really, if you don't know how to, how to go about, how to go about this, it could be a good or bad thing, and I feel like this is the point. Those who know how to take this energy and 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 use it the right way, and and put it towards their careers and put put it towards their life, uh, in the in the right way, those are the ones who, right now, are are making the power moves. Who kind of start to separate themselves from the pack, and that's what I'm trying to be on. You know.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, you know. Coming from like the background that I came from was like my mom being a high school uh graduate, my dad being a high school dropout, it just made me like wanna strive for more when I was younger. And that's the way they raised me. They raised me to uh to go for my goals and you know, to not to not settle for less, you know, because they put a lot of time uh, money, effort, and to it sure me and my sister could have better than what they had coming up. <clears throat> and that's the same that I'm going to do for when I have a family and choose to uh, procreate. True. But on the topic of procreating, because this is something that I keep seeing, you know, it's, it's something, a, a big topic I would say right now, especially for our generation, uh, the millennials, Uh, marriage, the concept of marriage and is marriage really, is it, um, is it something that we, we strive for in today's society, uh, coming up the,
1: I like this topic,
0: (laughs) coming up the way that we've came up, you know, coming up from different backgrounds, you know, um, my parents, they've been together, uh, probably over 25 years now, and been married for probably around, like, 24. But they, I mean, they've had their shares of ups and downs, you know, throughout it. And coming up, I would always look at that, and I'd be like, damn, like, you know, I got to have a family like that when I get older, you know, because a lot of my friends, they come from single-parent households, which is nothing wrong with that, you know. But you can't properly raise children without having a man in the picture.
1: I agree, Period. I agree, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the flip side, and uh I come from a single mother household, I did have my grandfather in my, like, my whole, basically my whole childhood, but it's different, you know, because he was, a, he was, a, he was basically old my whole life, um, and that's not my father, so, um, on the flip side, I would say, like, at that age, when you're like, a, when you're a man at that age, a certain stuff, like, you get tired, you know, my grandpa was, right. tired. he was tired, there's like a lot of stuff, he, he, he would probably let it slide where if he was younger, he wouldn't let it slide. Like, you know, he, you know, they, they did say he was a hothead and, but you know, whatever it's different. It's different. You know, it's different whenever you have your father like in the household for sure. I definitely agree with that. And I think the problem we have, like, you know, my um, oh first, let me let, let me let the audience know. Um, I do have my dogs. Uh, I, I got my dog in the room with me. So, if you hear some barking, he's like he likes to bark and everything. If people knock on the front door, so if you hear that, then that's what that would be. So I just wanted to give y'all that warning. But back to the topic at hand, I think the problem with marriage in uh, 2019 is, you know, for example, like you said, your your parents have been together 25 years. They had ups and downs. Um My grandparents, they were they were married uh, 50 plus years. You know, my grandfather passed away this year. R I P. But R I P. It is what it is. Uh, I think, but for us, for the millennials, the the thing is, we're in a different realm. Like, how's your parents? Your parents are in a little bit of a different realm than my grandparents, but we're in a totally different realm than them. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's because of technology, and you know, technology that that just threw this whole reality into another realm. Like, it's certain stuff that I mean, that just changed. That just that's just changed society. And I feel like the big thing uh the, the big way it's affected it's affected uh the human reality is monogamy it doesn't really I think it's it's allowed us to understand that monogamy doesn't make sense because in a way that's uh that concept is controlling
0: especially especially for um black people now you look at the feminist movement which I'll go on record saying that I'm not Uh, with that. I don't support that. But what I do support is equality for women. I do support that, but I believe that the feminist movement is... The
1: deeper deeper, deeper thing behind that.
0: it's It's not for the helping... It's not for benefiting women of color, specifically black women. And they continue to draw in black women and women of color because of the power that they have within them. You see... Throughout social media, as you uh, brought up with the age of technology, you look on social media, you see memes all day. You see people doing silly shit, you know, to, uh, to get clout. And a lot of times, it started by a black person. It started by a black person, or it gets trending because of something a black person had to quote about it, you know? So I look at that, and they see the, the range that we have, specifically if you look at, like, Black Twitter, the power that they have with their voices and how they can, uh, quote-unquote, cancel people, you know, feed into that energy. And I think it's a big distraction. And the feminist movement, it all it does, in my opinion, is tear down the family, specifically the Black family, with procreating. You know, our families before, generations before, they had a bunch of kids. My my grandma on my dad's side of the family had 10 kids. Uh My grandma on my mom's side, she only had four kids, but she came from a family that had over 10 kids. You know, and we're taught now that, you know, we should not have as many kids as because of the population problems that we're dealing with throughout the world but I see it differently. Now that I've um, recently come into more information about the topic, I think we should procreate more. We should, because we need to continue to, um, we need to continue to have our representation on this planet, period, because without our representation, this society that we live in would crumble. True. And the people, the people with control, the 1%, They understand that. So they distract us with stuff such as the immigration laws and the build-the-wall movement that we're uh, going through in the country right now. And I have friends of a Hispanic background, you know, but that is their issue, and that's their issue solely. We cannot give, continue to give our energy to that because when we have issues like we do, all of the time, people ignore us. People continue to ignore us, but what, who's the first person to jump out and support something that they have? A black person.
1: I agree 100%. I agree 100% with that. Um, our problem is our problem. That, and we got to really understand that. We've been doing, we've been over over uh, compensating and overstretching ourselves uh, worrying about these other, other groups, you know. It's not that we don't i don't I don't really care about other groups Is that it's I got my own problems at hand that i gotta focus on um but you know even with with the with the feminism aspect uh of this topic, I feel like that whole movement alone uh was put in place to stop us to slow us down yeah to slow the black man down uh to, to slow the uh i'm gonna stop using the word black because that and we might not get to it today because I can, I mean, I can speak on hours about, you know, nationality and, um, you know, right. where, where the concept of black and white came from and how, it, how it, it basically mind fucked us. but the indigenous, the original, uh, man and woman, uh, that movement was one of the last cause you got to think 2045 is right around the corner. And that's a lot. I think really when I talk about that mi- minority, when they talk about, you know, Caucasians being a minority in 2045, they really mean 2025, I think. Mm,
0: okay, let's talk about it.
1: Because, and I think feminism feminism, is one of the best, feminism is just, okay, you got to look at the feminism movement the same way you look at the crack epidemic is what I'm trying to say. Like, this is the next, Okay. this is the next weapon. This, this, is, this, is, the, this is the weapon that our generation is facing. It's the feminism movement and the social justice warrior movement. That is the same shit as the fucking crack. This, this is the same. They're using this shit as a weapon against us. And the reason why they're using it as a weapon against us is because they're taking, you know, you got to think about it like this the man and the woman is, a, is equal. They're taking, you know, the other half of us, the black, the indigenous female, and they're brainwashing her into, into believing that they really care about her and her rights when they don't right. give a fuck about her and her rights. They don't, that's not the point behind it. They want you at four number. They want you to understand that we don't want you to procreate with the motherfucker that we are trying to, the the person that we are actually trying to attack, which is the indigenous man. And the funny thing is, these feminists, you know, they they talk, they push this movement, talking about, you know, you're strong and independent, and on, you know, man, they talk, they do all this talk. But while a lot of the Caucasian leaders, they go, they got husbands still. Right. So I mean you, you gotta understand as an indigenous female, like we're we're not under the we're not under the same, shut up. We're not under the same uh come here. We're not under the same same laws and same rules. We're under some different rules. Um we don't we're we're basically the totem pole of this society. This society was created to put us at the bottom. So we can't sit up here and we gotta really tread lightly. We gotta we gotta tread lightly. We gotta know what we're getting into before we like try to join these movements and stuff. Cause these people ain't our friends. They really they won't they will what you got and what we what we what we had. They already got a lot of what we had, our land, our gold, our our inheritance. And that shit ain't stopping. And the reason why it ain't stopping is right. it's, it's getting it's actually it's, it's getting crazier because people are dying off and they gotta continue this shit. And we ain't going nowhere. We've
0: always been there. Exactly. And that's another reason. That's another reason why you see the blatant advertisement for like interracial relationships. Or you see the push in uh pop culture with uh gay or LGBT characters in general. And I don't have a problem with anybody's uh orientation, um, but every Every, it feels like every film that I watch now has some type of um agenda with it in terms of uh I want to say like procreating, whether it be through same sex or through interracial uh, dating. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they are dying off, so they understand that, so they feel like the only way you know to keep some of them alive is through the intermingling or if they don't do that what they want to do is bug breakers and they want more uh people to be okay with having their ch- children saying that I don't want to be a, a boy anymore at the age of 3 and wearing dresses and putting on makeup and continuing to be emasculated throughout their lives and just end up saying at one point that they don't even want the be with a woman instead, be with another man and raise a family see it's it's so It's so deep to how the the higher ups, so to speak, have ingrained in our minds these different ways of thinking and how it's divided us as a people. but we're coming back together, you know we're coming back together, and more people are waking up. And they they understand that. So you you keep seeing these mass shootings that occur with a white domestic terrorist shooting up these random places in the U.S. And what happens? People tell you to pray, and then they move on to the next shooting that's going to happen. And nothing happens with uh, the policies, with the gun laws, because the NRA... Their pockets are deep and they are controlling these politicians to vote certain ways with bills into Congress.
1: I don't think, I, I mean, I, I think these mass shootings are government orchestrated. And the reason why they're government orchestrated is to try to push, is to try to get some type of legislation when it comes to guns. They're trying to control this shit. That's why I haven't got my concealed carry, because I feel like I feel like they're gonna. It's going to get to a point where they're gonna. They they have a. They have access to that database. So I feel like if something if something pops off, them those are going to be the first people that they're going to go to. But
0: but see, I'm I'm looking at it like we just had the deadliest shooting in U.S. history. What was it? Two years ago or a year ago with the Las Vegas shooting? Yeah. What was it? Fifty people died, and yesterday we just had over twenty people die in El Paso, Texas, and this morning ten people were killed in Dayton. in Dayton, Ohio. And I look at it like if that doesn't take you if that doesn't make you want to change these if that doesn't get the Congress into um motion into making laws or whatever, I don't see what will. And I honestly I don't want I I'm not for uh I'm not for them taking the guns, like completely taking guns. Because I feel like the black community, we need, um, we need a way to uh, protect ourselves. Because I feel like it's going to get to the point to where they bring in um, martial law. And if we have no weapons, then how will we be able to protect our, ourselves?
1: Man, it, it has me upset with how desensitized we are. I and mean, People don't look at the bigger picture of what, why. This is why I say it was government orchestrated. There's something behind it. And this 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 thought just popped in my head. This is why I, this is this is what I got from it. We are so desensitized. People did not realize the symbolism behind the fact that that was local police that had them big ass, they had all that military, all those military weapons and shit.
0: Mm.
1: Yep. That, that was local police in El Paso that had that big ass Humvee. Like that shit is what I'm concerned about. And at the end of the day, like. And and, and th- this is exactly what they want because they because nobody said anything about this. Yeah, we we clearly see these niggas look like army. They look like soldiers, bro.
0: Right. The the guy that walked in uh to the Walmart in El Paso, Texas, he had on his uh headphones. Like he just came from a gun range.
1: Yeah. And
0: he went in there and he was uh, precise with what he was doing and what he was targeting. And he had a, he has a manifesto online and it talks about. Like uh, what's going on with immigration in the country and whatnot, but do you notice a lot of times with these mass shootings, people on the scene of the shooting say that they saw multiple shooters.
1: I did. See but in the news,
0: that. but in the news, we never hear about a multi- uh, multiple shooters. It's always a lone
1: wolf. And you notice how, like they, you know, even with the Las Vegas guy, you don't hear about them no more. Right. They desensitizing us, dude. And they, they show you now, like, nigga, this is a military state. The niggas came out. I clearly seen camouflage. I seen fatigue. And I'm like, okay, I understand this nigga came in and killed all these people with his AK, but this is local government. Like, this shit, these niggas are going to start come rolling this shit out, like, for, for, for fucking traffic stops. I mean, it ain't going to yeah. probably get that crazy. But I'm just saying, could you imagine being pulled over by a nigga in a fatigue with an AK strapped to his back for him giving you a speeding ticket? That's what the fuck going on, bro.
0: It's the mar- the martial law, man. The martial law is coming. We already it, in it. it.
1: We are. I think we already in it, man. Think about how much, bro. I'm in the process. I'm in the process right now of trying to become natural. You know, trying to denounce my citizenship, and I'm like really starting to understand what the United States is, what the IRS is, like what this shit. I'm really understanding what the fuck is going on, bro. That we 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 are in. This is this is. This is um martial law. You gotta think. We got a social security number. Every fucking thing that you do, everything you say, everything you do is tracked. Period. Right now, it's tracked. Yeah. <laughs> it's tracked. Period.
0: Yep. And with the with the new release of the uh, the five G network on phones, it's even more it's even more accurate with where everybody is in the world in terms of tracking mm-hmm. and people, people are just, you know, casually going out and getting this and, you know, because of the speeds of it, because we live in a time now where everybody has low attention span. So we want the information right then and there, but they're not realizing the long-term effects of having uh, the 5g network and what it can do to you. And, your brain uh, patterns in terms of potentially causing cancer down the road in your life. And with you, with what you said about the tracking, yeah, it just helps more with tracking where you are at every moment, mm-hmm. every moment. And people are not paying attention to this and it's a real issue right now.
1: I agree. I agree. We already in a, we already in a police state. Like, I mean, we already there. It's just that they, It's just that it's still a couple more steps that they gotta take to like take more rights from us. And that is the control. They're gonna first thing they want to do is control, they want to have a better system of controlling the gun, the guns in the country. Now, I'm not saying they're gonna try and take the guns away, but they wanna have a better system of controlling this shit because it is out of hand. But also on the flip side, I think they want guns to be on the street. It's population control, you know, it's population control. So it's easy it shit, while we 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 are controlling us average Joe's are controlling the population amongst each other while the rich just sitting up on an island somewhere chilling. So I think you Why know, they they want
0: it. They they on an island just trading social security numbers.
1: Right. Yeah. They like yeah. Oh, you like, you got that? They, they just trading social security numbers because each social security number has a trust with it. So we already we all have a trust within our social security number. So that's what a social security number is. It's basically, that's basically like your identification number. That's how you, that's who, that's your identity. That's why I said, this is a police state. This is a, this is, this is martial law. So we signed in somewhere. My mother signed in to have a social security number, which that's basically you saying, okay, that's you asking the United States corporation, United States of America, which is a corporation. I want to be within your corporation. I'm gonna give you my birthright in exchange for the social security number. So when you sign the birth certificate, you're signing in to this bullshit, corrupt private corporation of the United States government. And in return, they give you for them for basically you just you just you just agreed to be tracked and you you agreed to to jump into the matrix. Basically, this is why this is why shit's fucked up. And it seems like no nobody cared because in a way, we done not we sign up for all this shit. We done not sign up for taxes we didn't signed up for all this shit at some point nobody's made us sign up for this shit so we've signed
0: and you know, and you know a lot of times when people just signing up one thing that we tend to overlook is the terms and agreement mm-hmm. nobody's reading the fine print we're just so quick to just agree to whatever it is um, we're paying for whether it be a product or a service and you're not looking into the details of what that product or service can do. So you're just giving um, authorization to something that you may not want, and it's gonna harm you in a way that you may not be aware of until it's too
1: late. You always gotta read the terms and condition in in the fine print, you always gotta do it. But you know, with this shit, the shit that we in, we done bought in somewhere. I'm trying to come up up out of this shit, but I started to realize, like, I mean, I bought in, so I got to denounce my citizenship and then go from there. As people, I mean, like Trump, like all these, the rich, they not doing nothing bad. What they doing is they know this shit. They know, they know law. They know, they under, what it is, is their consciousness is on a higher level than ours. Well, not ours. Their consciousness is on a higher level than most people. Like they look at somebody like Trump, like he's an idiot. When in reality, this nigga's consciousness is just on such a high. His consciousness is on a higher level. It might it might look like you know you might think he's an idiot, but that's all Jay Z, Beyonce. Like if if you're on a certain level, that means your con that their consciousness is on a higher level than ours. They're able to understand what the fuck is going on. You know they say as above, so below. What a, what do you think a star is? <laughs> Here, what do you think a celebrity is? That's a literal, like, that, that's a star. We are all planets. We're walking planets. The same as we see them, as we see the sun and the moon above us, it's something that's looking at us as our, as we look at the sun and the moon.
0: And then, and then, when you do have people that try to speak out, that have a, a following, they're quick to uh, get them hooked on drugs or put them in the damn mental asylum. Mm hmm. Like, look at look at somebody like uh, Kanye with how he started with his first three albums. He talked a lot about black empowerment through his first three albums, specifically college dropout and late registration. But after he uh, lost his mother, his whole tune changed and he focused on the fashion industry and how he wasn't being accepted in the fashion industry. Then a couple years ago, he gets on stage and he rants about how people in the industry are coming to get him and... Yada, 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 a month later, maybe not even a month later, he's in a mental asylum for like a week straight against his will. So, you know, when when people do try to speak out in the public that have uh, notoriety, they're taken from us. They're taken from us. But at the end of the day, we cannot look at these people as nothing more than entertainers.
1: Exactly. Like, I mean... I look, I look at it, I was like, I don't look at these people as entertainers. I look at myself, I'm on the same level as them, you know? they um, I, I feel like I found the egg when it comes to, like, you know, the afterlife. They found the egg when it comes to the celebrity shit, when it comes to, you know, music, or when it comes to making money. I mean, I found the egg in a, in a certain aspect of life, too. So, like, I'm special. I, I feel like I'm special, too. I don't feel like a nigga like Jay-Z or Beyonce just because, you know, they're good at music. I'm the Jay Z and Beyonce of this of this afterlife shit, of the spirituality shit. You see what I mean? Yeah. So I'm looking at them like they my peers. I'm not looking like I don't. That's why you don't really see me keep up with like current day events and shit because I don't really give a fuck because it's not it's not about that. Like it's not interesting. Right?
0: And then you look at how someone uh, like Jay Z, he'll he'll come out with the four 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 album. Late in his career, talking conscious stuff, but I listen to that album. A lot of that stuff I already know about.
1: Right, it ain't like he's saying anything, and a lot of the a lot of the jewels that he's dropping is him flexing. Right. Talking about the artwork, like I mean, you know, the artwork. I
0: mean, he could have you know, he could have bought a building years ago, and it's worth like eight million now or some shit. You know, like.
1: A lot of it is inflection. He's not really even like he's not really even. If he explained how why he got the artwork within with his lyrics, I would say that's profound. But like he just he's not explaining anything. Like he's not explaining anything. So I don't look at it. I don't look at that as any as it being anything profound. You know what I mean? Like that's a good, yeah. It's a good move. That's a that's a move that a leader makes. That's a move that, that a legend makes. But like I said, like. It's just not like I don't really give a fuck. It's not profound to me. Like it's interesting, but not profound. So
0: that's how I yeah. look at that shit. Yeah. um I just look at it. I mean, I just take it with a grain of salt every time. Any time I'm listening to an artist on a specific topic. You know it, you never know if the person behind it who's making the music if they are sincere about it or if they're just um they're just saying it you know for profit, sorta of like people are taking advantage of people with mental illnesses now, and everybody wants all of a sudden wants to say that they're depressed and all this other shit you know right it's uh it's a it's a lot of bullshit it's a lot of people just looking for clout that's like a negative that's a huge negative to uh this social media that we live in. Honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if this shit was taken from us today. Honestly because it would make it would force people to focus on what's important as opposed to what is um what excites excites them at a certain point in time. Right. Which will be like, which will be like getting attention online and and validate and validation. You know, it's at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about any. None of that matters to me. I, I look at I look at this life as um, you just learning knowledge that you can pass down, and you can find your way to ascend throughout this to ascend um, past this. Um, dimension that we are in into something else that we can't even fathom, you know, or you could come back if you haven't learned anything and you could be potentially reincarnated, not just as a human, but as like you know, an animal or or a plant or whatnot, so I, I feel like this life, we're just meant to just learn knowledge and pass it down and have enough to where we can ascend after we die
1: yeah, yeah, knowledge is power. I think that's the point of life is to gain as much knowledge and information because the more knowledge and information you gain in this life is going to allow you to build a uh, bigger or strong enough vessel in the next life, which I think the next bodies that we go into are like planets, like stars and um, planets and, and comets and asteroids and and galaxies and universe and suns and moons. That's what I think the next bodies that we go into. And I think, you know... The more you learn in this life, the more experiences that you go through, how you respond to those experiences, the more actual information and knowledge and the way you live and the way you live your life and the way you treat other people, all that plays into the role, plays a role into how you go about the next life. And I feel like, but I feel like the biggest thing is when when your consciousness understands that this life is just, uh, you're just passing through, this is a learning experience. And that you really don't need to take any of this. Like you don't really need to hold on to any of this. Like all this stuff is just material, and it's just you know it is what it is. I think once you once your consciousness understands that, then you're you're already ready for the next round. Like that don't mean like you're just you, you're ready for the next round. That don't mean you know you're gonna be a badass the next round. But that means you're ready to ascend. But then the next step is to to gain as much knowledge, information, experiences to develop an even better vessel for that realm. The De- develop the biggest, you know, the best sun, the best planet, whatever you, whatever, whatever it is. That's what I think going on a little bit. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, I feel that.
1: Um <clears throat> a lot of um so a lot of a lot of I think what we learn and I feel like I realized at this time at this age 25 I had to go back and relearn a lot of this stuff cuz school itself is a setup. That's just an indoctrination system. They indoctrinate you with a whole bunch of lies. And it like really fucked your whole head up, man. Like it fucks it fucks your it trains it, it fucks everything it up. It trains uh, you
0: it trains you to be a 9 to 5 slave once you graduate.
1: But also not knowing who you are. <laughs> Cause you imagine yeah. going to going to a job nine to five, believing, believing in, believing that. Here's the thing: this is what I don't get about my people is that every other race, their God is somebody that looks like them. Like, but yeah, we don't get it. It's like it's like a, a lot of us don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can go in any any Christian woman christian black woman's house today or most of them they have a picture of jesus but majority of the time it's a white man with a beard blue eyes blonde hair and it's like this is what you pray to right so you believe that a white man is the end all be all of this universe that's what you that's what you worship and whatnot I don't have anybody I don't have nothing against people that um have a religion that they uh believe in but I am I do have something against people that blindly uh worship an entity that they truly don't understand themselves without doing any research you know it's um it's sad to see how our community have has fallen and to believing that, oh, you're just supposed to be saved by some white man in the sky. He's going to float down one day on Judgment Day and he's going to bring you into eternal salvation if you lived your life the right way or whatnot. And what makes you like, even is, a book?
1: is that the image of a man, this, this ain't somebody to even walk the earth. Right. Like it's a nigga that's literally created. Every other religion damn near can give it. Can, they can kind of like... They have a like a a, uh, a theorized or, or somebody that you can physically like say walk this earth, but like you really can't. The nigga Jesus probably was not walking the earth as a Caucasian in the middle of the the desert in the Middle East. Like, I mean, right? I can't walking the desert in
0: some some damn uh, sandals or whatnot. That's a black man. Got, the, yeah, yeah. There ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way he could walk through the desert with some pale skin and not have damn skin cancer within some point in his life or some type of disease dealing with, pertaining to the skin. Didn't
1: they do? They said like he had uh, hair like wool and brown skin, so you know
0: that tells you what what he looked like. So, but you and a lot of people ignore that. A lot of people try to ignore that. You know, right? Um. Uh, and then I look at, you know, I look at stuff on social media, I see people, uh, white people, they'll be out in the sun too long, they'll get all these blisters and whatnot. And they, they want to tell us that they were the ones, you know, that created stuff that, uh, we see such as like pyramids and whatnot. They were the ones, you know, all thousands of years ago, they created the pyramids and all this other bullshit. And it's just like, our people are so brainwashed into believing whatever they see on social media. It's, it's crazy, man. People are just so delusional now. They don't do any type of research.
1: Right, and they said they made that stuff, you- but they can't even make that stuff today. <laughs> like, they don't even right. understand. Like, not only can we physically not create that stuff, they don't even understand how it was created. So, like, if you create you can at least understand how to create it. Like you can at least you should be able to at least let us know this is how our ancestors created these pyramids. The reason why we ain't we can't create them is because we don't have this. We might not have the technology or we might not have the actual physical vessels. But they can't even tell you like how they were created. We don't even know how these motherfuckers created the Sphinx or the pyramids. Like it's like thousands and of this, days that they think what they say. And
0: then when we we and then when we do go and see these pyramids in real life. They'll have chipped noses.
1: I wonder why. Right. Like, why are you affecting the features? It's because that phenotype, big big nose, big lips, that phenotype is the phenotype of the gods. And back in that time, they understood, like, phenotype was so deep because here's the thing. With phenotype, phenotype... um, they understood the phenotype was so deep that they had they felt like they had they had to discredit and you know try to destroy and hide a lot of the evidence, but as you can see, they didn't do a good job you know what I mean they didn't do a good job of it
0: <laughs> right right so and that's yeah, that's another thing like you said is once you get um to the point of being an an adult. You really have to go back and do a lot of research on what you learn if you went to public school because a lot of it is bullshit. A lot of it, you know. Um, and it comes, it comes to the point to where I look at these holidays, it's like I don't even give a damn about really any of these holidays anymore. As a kid, you know, it was fun. But now once you know the the true meaning behind it, it's like, what the fuck is the point of why? Why? I mean, what's the point of celebrating this shit?
1: I think you know. I was doing research, and I think really the only the only actual federal holiday that is ours that doesn't that's not celebrating the slaughter of indigenous people and fucking over the indigenous people is Memorial Day. Me, me, more, me, more, re, me, me, more. I basically at the Memorial Day is supposed to be the day of celebrating be, still being alive as, a, as an indigenous individual.
0: I didn't know that.
1: I, I got a I link. I, I'm going to send a link to the video. It's this is guy on YouTube. Shout out Sunel University. He talks about, uh, he, I mean, he has a, he has nothing but, you know, talking about more sciences. His big thing is like nationality, you know, tapping into your trust. I'll definitely, you know, I recommend everybody to check Sunell University out. It's S U U N E L L University on YouTube. Yeah, he uh he he breaks down Memorial Day and what it really means, and that seems to be the only, one of the only actual recognized holidays that they kept. That is actually, and you notice how we don't really even know what it means. I, we don't. I don't even. Right. We don't even really know like. We don't really, we kind of, we know what Memorial Day is, you know, we spe- like it's for the military, especially for the military, the, the, the country, the nation, but.
0: Yeah, cause, but, yeah, to commemorate the service of uh, people within the military. That's
1: like one part of it. It's really a celebration of the actual, that's like, it's, it's, it has a uh, July 4th feel to it. It's like a celebration of the actual country and it's supposed to be the celebration of us, of the more, like of the original people also. But the other ones, like, uh, Easter, Christmas, um, Thanksgiving, uh, even Martin Luther King Day, Labor Day, all this was like a slap in the face on some type of level. Because like, Labor mm-hmm. Day is a slap in the face because it's like, one, we shouldn't even be working like this. Nigga, we should, have, we should only be having to go to work no more than four days a week already, you know what I mean? Right. So like we already shouldn't have to work that one day that we get that one so-called vacation labor day or whatever. The work we should already be four weeks, no more than four weeks. I think. I think so, I think the so, whole shit, I think damn near, I think shit should basically shut down Friday through Sunday. Like we should be so if, of if, course. You, if you have to work, you have you get paid because everything everything should be shut down down there.
0: Yeah, and I just looked, I just did a quick Google search because I wanted to know who created the five day work week. And according to, uh, this search, Henry Ford is the one that created the work week to give, uh, Jewish workers so they wouldn't have to work on the Sabbath from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday when creating automobile factories. Uh, oh, so he could, he also began shutting down automotive factories on Saturday and Sunday. I just would like to say, fuck Henry Ford, right? Because <laughs> this is nothing more than modern day slavery, and people are just on autopilot because of this bullshit. And it's and there's so much more to life, and we're we waste forty plus hours a week doing shit. Most of, most people don't want to do, you know. We're and we could be learning a lot more about this uh, planet that we have instead where most of us are working dead-end jobs because of this motherfucker.
1: Right. You know? For, 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 um, for crumbs. <laughs> yeah. We already done been to school for what, 20 years? Now we got to work for another 20 right. years at least just to be able to hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we made the right decision to save money and invest in, into the right things. So when we are finally, you know, broke down and we can't see and can't hear and shit, then we can finally enjoy our money and enjoy life. What sense is that? Fucking right. n- that don't even make sense to me, dude. Like, I should be wanting to do that it's shit right hell. now. Shit. And that's my goal is to damn, be able to do that shit right now and do that shit then. I ain't trying to be no modern day slave. I mean, I'm going to be a modern day slave. I'm, I'm doing this work shit. I'm, my goal is probably not to work even after I get my degree. To not work like under somebody with an organization for
0: no more than ten years, I'm probably probably staying yeah. There with got, them got. My end goal is to uh to have a business by the time I'm like thirty five and being self employed, so that gives me a ten year period yep. right now. You know, I, after I get this master's degree, I can go ahead and I'll go work for another company for maybe. Five to five year, five plus years, get experience doing that, and then go into business for myself. And that's it.
1: it's interesting, man, because I was at work and uh one of the old heads at work. I mean, I'm just saying like how my consciousness is just, just so different. It's just so so much more different than the average person. But anyway, I was at work with his old head, he'd been doing this shit oh, I'm in here watching this college football game. It's Nick Foles going against Arizona. And he damn—he threw the ball off his back foot, and it looked like he damn sprained his, his MCL. But back to the topic. Oh, Let man. Focus. Let me focus. Uh, yeah, he was just basically, you know, we was talking about finances and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm young. I'm 25. And it was me and another co- – it was three of us. It was two other coworkers. And one of them, she's getting close to retirement age. I think she's going to retire in, like, five years, four years. And the other one, he could retire now, but I think he's still going to... He, he's got a certain goal at mind. But, you know, the whole thing, I just... It, it made me realize like, this guy was so happy about the fact that he... You know, yeah, he's going to have money saved up. He's going to have retirement saved up. He's going to be set. But he's happy that he's had to do... That it's taken him them them to 30 years. And he's talking to me like I'm 25 wow. years old, and he's talking to me like he's, he's outlining what he did. And I'm... I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, bro, like, I'm... I'm not going to be doing this shit at your at, at your age. I'm not going to be doing like I'm not no I'm not happy. I'm I'm not happy with working here at a set rate, getting a dollar raise every year for 25 years. No, no, bro. Right. I'm not that's not like this is you 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 talking to a whole different era. You talking to a millennial, dog, like we ain't settling. Like there ain't no settling. I'm trying to have a meal by 30. Like I'm trying to have a meal by 30. He ain't even going to have a meal when he retire. He's going to be close to it, but I'm like, bro, I'm trying to have a meal by 30. Like, That's a damn shame. You know what I mean? Like, like and, it, it, and I mean, yeah, I ain't never even, we ain't got to talk about this. But dude, this this shit made me cringe. You know, we talked for like 20 minutes at work. just about, you know, IRAs, investments. And we could definitely talk, about, we could have a whole episode about that. Like, you know, paying yourself. We was talking about all that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, he was talking about, you know, how I should go ahead and get a house. Which I think I'm gonna go ahead and put a trigger on that soon. But he was talking about, um, he was talking about how, you know, yeah, he was like, you do all this. And he said, you know, it ain't nothing sexier to a woman than a nice provider. A good old (laughs) provider. You got a house, you got a car. He's like, ain't nothing better than being a provider, baby. I'm like you, a beta man, man. You a beta bitch. Ah man. man. Know, what's, what's, what, what's, what's even what's even crazier? Like now, this guy is like got charisma. Like this dude got charisma out of out of the wazoo. Like he used to be a soap opera uh, actor. Like a, he, this motherfucker is like the real deal. Like like he ain't no like you wouldn't necessarily say he was an average man in a way. Like right. you wouldn't. You wouldn't. That's what. Kinda had me in like I was like what it's like nah nigga we not even like nah nah we not even we not even like on the same you know consciousness level because I ain't no beta bitch one and two I'm not settling dog like I'm going out I'm getting I'm not exactly. getting, you know ain't nothing wrong with that it's nothing wrong with that because it's gonna be a point where I'm gonna settle but right now that's not gonna be the time for me to settle like I'm not looking for it. I'm taking I'm aggressive I'm taking risks and um and yeah, that's what I was just I was like bruh, he said he said the words, he said the two words. He said well he said the one word, he said provider. And I was like, uh, "Bro, I ain't provide nothing. What you mean? I ain't provide nothing but dig. What you mean, dog? Like uh, <laughs> you know, bro? like I ain't providing nothing, nothing, no money, that ain't for them.
0: I would have I would have hit him with that doc Doc Rivers gift. Like, how he looked in that shit, I would have looked at him like that. Right. Like,
1: nigga, what? I kind of did. Provided. Like, I, like, you couldn't see it in my face, but in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But, like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, whatever. That's easy for me. You know what I mean? That's less, that's more beta, that's more, that's less competition. <laughs>
0: right. You know, I
1: ain't worried about no beta male, like, shit. That's less competition for me. So, I ain't even look
0: at it as being a negative. I mean, like, let's let's look at it, though, like, from that standpoint, you know, we've talked about this um, off episodes, you know, when we're not recording. Women in today's society, you know, sure, when when they want to settle down, because women, you know, they have a biological clock, you know, that's ticking. They, they got to settle down by a certain point in time. They want to have a family. Men could be out here having kids. Like my mom's dad, when they in, like, they 70s, 80s, whatever. <laughs> that's impressive. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. And, yeah, they, they don't want to provide at that point. But women nowadays, they just want a nigga that'll dick them down, to be honest. Right. You know, they don't want they don't want some nigga that's going to call them every couple of hours or text them every 30 minutes and ask them how their day is going and telling them that they're beautiful 24-7. That's just a turnoff, man.
1: Hey, you know... You know that, that... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cut your flow off. How about to say,
0: And, you know, um... That beta man shit, it works down the road. But if you young out here in the streets and shit, women ain't looking for a nigga that's about to cry for them, you know what I'm saying, every other day. You know? True. You gotta develop some type of, uh... You gotta develop some type of, um... Mentality. When you are dealing with when you when you're dealing with uh, these millennial women,
1: bro, I swear to God, I'm watching a Arizona State versus Arizona's 2010 classic game. This punter for Arizona State, he just kicked a 10 uh, yard punt. I swear to God, I swear to God, that shit, oh, that shit. shit landed out of that shit out of bounds right at the yellow line. What the hell? It landed off the side of his foot. But back to um. What you were saying, I agree, man. I think the hardest thing for me as a man in this journey of life is understanding the uh, female's nature. Taking that red pill, that shit made me, man. That shit was tough, man. That shit was tough because, you know, we are trained as, as betas, as bitch, beta bitches, basically. Right. That's how I was raised naturally, especially coming from my household of just being basically raised by women. They naturally raised the males to be bitches when it comes to like interacting with other women so i had to un to once again retrain unlearn everything i was taught and teach myself and once i taught myself and i understood you understand like i understood like to, for myself i'm like okay like in the animal kingdom the female is the fucking savage it ain't the male it's the female it's the female right. that's the savage so what's the difference in this life like what's the difference when it comes to males it ain't no difference. It's just the shit that we got to deal with is just gonna be a lot more complex, and because we are in a we are in a, the highest vessel of the third dimension. It ain't no difference. It's still it's still a predator prey mentality when it comes to male and female. The difference is we are in a we are more. I think we're we got a consciousness. So like now, as you know, for example, like in the in the wild, like the black widow, the female that kill the male. It's more physical. Yeah. Like the 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 female actually attacks the male, and like physically attacks the male in the animal kingdom. Sometimes the female is bigger. It's got the it's got the stronger vessel in the, in the animal kingdom. But I feel like when you're talking that with humans, once again, like I said, we, I feel like we're the strongest. We're the most complex. It's levels to this shit. We're the most complex vessel in the third dimension. We're the highest level of the third dimension. So. Once you start going up levels, it starts becoming less physical and becoming more mental. So the way what's going on on this level is, we don't as men we underestimate the the mental, the actual, the the yin realm, the emotional aspect of the interaction with women. And not, I'm not saying that we underestimate underestimate women. We underestimate that that aspect, the interaction, and you know we don't we underestimate that shit and. The shit don't change. A female can see, they can sense, they can feel a weak nigga by just how you, they can sense that. That's their instincts. They have that. So they're going to take advantage of that. It ain't their fault for taking advantage of that because as a male, you should understand, like, you should, you got to understand this shit. You got to get the other sex. You got to, you got to, you got to have
0: confidence. Confidence is like the number one thing when you're approaching women, um, you cannot be afraid. You should feel like, as a man, you should feel like every woman, you could get every woman, if you want to, because, just because you're a man. As long as you stay in that, that frame and that mind state, and with the confidence and understanding as you go, a woman's psyche, there's not a woman that you won't be able to... Um, get benefits out of, get what you're looking for, you know? And some dudes, they, they tend to settle and they become, uh, like the, like the, all of my lives nigga said, a beta male provider. Wow. So, you know, so you can choose those passes, you know, red pill, there's a blue pill, hell there's, there's a purple pill, you know, like what, what type of uh, man do you want to be? I know right now, I don't want to be a provider at this point in my life, but there may be a time down the road where I'm at the point to where I feel like, you know, I'm cool with being the provider, but not losing my masculinity. That's the number one
1: thing. You gotta always keep that edge. You can't, you gotta always keep that edge. And, you know, this this shit, this circles all the way back to what we was talking about with like marriage and monogamy. I feel like even though my grandparents did it and, you know, they were successful at it, your parents are successful at it. Even with that being said, I don't think it's natural. Like, I don't, I think even though people, even though it's been done, it's actually a, that's had a negative impact on the consciousness of of humans. And that's, that's, I think that probably delayed the growth of humans, man. Like, because how can you think about how that, man, you slowing yourself down, man. You slowing yourself down so much to just be with one person. You are slowing yourself down, I think, especially when you're young. I feel like the older you get, the more you do need to settle down. That's, like, I think with age, like, marriage is something, is the shit that, that's an old people thing. <laughs> like, that's the like, you when you're 60, is, 70 years old, I think. Yeah, and, uh. You done figured out who you are. Well, you done yeah. figured out who you are. You, by that time, at 60 years old, you both done figured out who you are as people. You know what I mean,
0: right? You should both
1: already have your shit. You should already have your shit together. All of that shit. So then you just basically you you get married to to you know to go on that next to take that next stage for retirement. And
0: to quote um to to quote to quote Aubrey to quote Aubrey, he said it best. He was like. Everyone that's married is miserable. I know that that is a, not a lifestyle I can give into. You know, a lot of times you look at, like, the divorce rate around 50% in the U.S. People marry just to have that uh, security. But at the end of the day, majority of them are not happy. They can put on a front. You know, you can have a family, which is probably what you wanted. But just having that marriage it's not fulfilling at oh. all for most people, you know, some people that the providers and shit, you know, you know, um, the, uh, what what was I going to say? Like the damn he's a provider, but I mean, he, I guess he's, he's still, you know, in his masculine role, the Russell Wilson's of the world, <laughs> you know, you can cater to your woman, you lovers. you know, send the IG posts post to her every other week. You know what I'm saying? Do all that that lovey-dovey shit. But at the end of the day, a man at his level, because I, I mean, I know how it is at my level. I mean, I'm just a regular dude right now. But at his level, he's probably got models throwing themselves at him everywhere he turns. But yet, he he suppresses that feeling to, to stay with his woman. Or he might have a side chick, but he don't get me off those vibes. He don't give me those vibes that he's that type of dude. He seems like a man of faith, and he keeps his word and shit, you know? So.
1: I ain't going to box him in. I, you know, I, I ain't going to – see, that's the thing. I ain't going to box nobody in because I feel like people box me in. And I'm not going to box Russell Wilson in and say I, – I mean, we don't really know. He might be a motherfucking savage on the low.
0: <laughs> I mean, he got – hey, he, he started talking different when he got those cornrows in. Right.
1: He did, bro. He did. Um <laughs>
0: He got that new uh he got that new deal from the Seahawks too. So, you know, he's feeling good.
1: That's my boy. You know, I'm I've been a Seahawks fan since since day one, period. Like that's 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 my team. I live and die with for my hawks, but um yeah, with, with with the beta male shit, man, like you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. At one at, at, at some point. But at this point, for me, where I'm at. Nah, I'm good. You know, I just want to go out and live my life and, and you know, continue to understand who I am as a man and, you know, develop develop my uh, kingdom. I think that's another thing, like, why marriage doesn't work is because we jump into it too early and we don't really know who we are. We don't know what we like. And we, a lot of times people get married and they might not even like the type of person that they marry. Shit, you might get married to a white girl and you might not even really be attracted to white girls. In ten years in yeah. five years and you never even knew that until you had a life experience when you were married that didn't even involve you but you that might happen you know like it's we people do it too too young there's so much shit I can tell you man in the last three years I've changed so much in the last five years I changed last you know what I mean like last ten years in the last right. year shit within this in the last year i I've, I've went from eating meat to not eating meat. That's a damn Same. big change, man. Like, I don't even know... I've eaten meat probably, like, six times since I, since last, like, October. Like, even within the last month, few months, I've changed. I feel like I'm a different person damn near every, every day sometimes. Like, I'm, you know, I'm... I'm improving on myself and shit. So I don't, like, I don't get why I would even... When would it make sense for me to try to marry somebody right now? Or even be in a relationship?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the way to go... We man, are
1: let me let me finish this out and i'm gonna be I'm, gonna, I'm I'm gonna let you get yours in i think the way to go right. i think the way to go honestly as a well i feel like this ain't even got to do with like with, with gender is you got to focus on on your you got to focus on your kingdom like focus on your craft focus on something besides the, the gender the opposite sex and i know as men that's the problem we have we focus too much Like we we put our sole focus a lot of times on women, but the real ballers, like okay, the real ballers out here, they got access to women. But I promise you, the reason why they're ballers is because they focus on their craft more than they focus on women. You think Elon Musk is sitting back having sex with models all day? He don't have. He doesn't even have time to do that, bro. Right. He don't even have time to do that if he wanted to. Even even with these like artists, like Drake and Future. I think I think even with these artists, I don't think they just be sitting around fucking having sex all day. Now, I mean, I know when they I feel like when they go, they be having orgies and shit like that. You know, they be having that shit yeah. crazy. But I think they be they be in Future even said it. They be in the cave, they be in the damn in the in the lab, they be in that, they lock themselves in shit. Cardi B even said she did that. I feel like they really, they are that good at what they do is because they focus, they got their craft first, and then everything else after that. So women come, and when they come, whenever you know you don't finish your work. So that's what that's the mindset I got now, man. That shit, I feel like that's the way to go. I feel like everything. I feel like the podcast started to pick up. With, the energy on this podcast is picking up. The energy, and other right. aspects of my life are picking up, and I feel like I'm getting
0: more choosing signals than I ever got in my life right now. Crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I, I um, I do agree with that. I feel like if you're in your 20s right now, as a man, a single man, you should be focused on what your purpose is and what, what drives you in life. And you should hone in on that because that's what's going to be the determinant factor on if you're going to be working a nine to five job 30 years from now or not, you got to have a goal or goals, multiple goals set in mind um, on what you want to do so you can have an exit strategy, you know, for retirement and to just, you know, do more in life. That's what I'm focused on. I'm, I'm keeping busy um, with multiple projects with the the podcast right now you know with work school uh music you know it's it's just multiple avenues I'm just trying to build just to keep myself working and women women will come and go that's just how the game is you can't trip off a of one you know what I'm saying because one you miss one bus next 15 one coming gucci said that you know that's true man so, that's true man you can't get caught up on one woman, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, relationships at this point in our time, I th- I really think we're too young to be in relationships, to be honest. Because like you said, we're still trying to find ourselves as people. Man,
1: I truly believe that. Um, I, I really feel like the way to go now is, I mean, to be in relationships. But you got to, I, I feel like you have to understand this is an open relationship. It has to be open. Like you have to, the shit has to be open, man. It has to be an open. You can't like that's the only way. It has to be an open relationship. You have to have you. You have yeah. to like as a man. You have to be able to swallow that pill. Like you got to be able to take that punch. And I feel like once you take that punch, you it makes you a better man because it makes you it it humbles you. One and two, it makes you understand, man. We can't control nobody. Like it, monogamy don't even make sense, bro. Like. What sense does it make for me to go out, be out at the store, to be with my girl who I I might love? I, I mean, my I will. I love my the girl that I'm married to, my wife. But what sense? What sense does it make when it comes to nature? Me, I'm out with my wife. I'm at the store, but I another woman made my dick hard. Like I mean, yeah. will doesn't isn't nature telling me you need to pursue that woman? But. Yeah, and something man-made like marriage is overriding something that it's been here for forever. Something man-made like marriage is telling me, no, I can't. I gotta override. You see what? You see why I say this shit is drove us fucking crazy. And it like it's probably, I feel like monogamy alone is kind of like it's it's stalled. It's like it's stunted the growth. That shit alone can stunt the growth of our consciousness, because we're sitting up here. We're trying to override like natural instincts. We're overriding our fucking right. instincts.
0: That's it. That goes, and that goes back into what we talked about earlier with, like, the feminist movement. They're trying to get women to deny their nature.
1: Right, and men, which too. Is
0: to repro- and, yeah, and men, too, to produce, to reproduce with men, you know? Um, I see that all the time with women and, like, this shit, like the hot girl summer, city girl summer shit, you know what I'm saying? Or you see the black men don't cheat movement. Which I, I mean, I agree with that one, but the high girl, <laughs> the high girl, the high girl city girl movement. That's I feel like that's off the back of the feminist movement in a it way, is. you know, and it's it's detrimental. I mean, okay, it, you can look at it as fun and stuff or whatnot, which I understand. People want to have fun, you know, have a good time. If you're young, yeah, you you single, you enjoy, you you should enjoy yourself. You should be able to. Um, have run-ins or situationships with people and not be labeled certain names because of you, you know, being out there expressing yourself. But it gets to a point to where is that all you are as a person? Is there more to you than just this um this uh freedom of which of who you're you know who you're sleeping with, you know, who you fucking or whatever. Do you have some – are you intelligent? Do you have something going on in your life? You know, you can look at the hot girl summer and you can redefine that. Are are you more than that? Are you just somebody that's out here just, you know, looking to have a good time, but you don't have a plan? You don't have a five-year plan or anything. You're just looking to to fuck so-and-so, and and that's the end of the story. You know, we got to – we need more movements within uh, our community, positive movements for uh, women and uh, men coming up, you know, to, you know, we need more shit um, focused in on like investing and stuff, or we need um, more movements about healthy eating and, you know, stuff like that, because I feel like public school system did a terrible job, especially for black, uh, black kids coming up.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: You know, it it did a terrible job preparing us for this outside world.
1: You know, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna piggyback back on what you what you were saying about the hot girl movement, and you think it's related to feminism. I didn't even think about it like that, and I really I agree with you. And I'm gonna even add to that, uh, you know, back to what I was saying earlier about how the, how stuff's promoted. Now, who now you notice the two main leaders of this hot girl movement? Notice who who they are. It's usually, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Yeah. How come we don't see Iggy Azalea doing anything? Maybe is it is it because she's told not to promote, or you know is she she's told not to promote you know a certain image. Lead that to the coons.
0: Lead that to uh to the slaves that she she once called herself a slave master in an old
1: song. Exactly. So you see what I mean. Our consciousness our consciousness level. You got to think we still we still in a fallen state. We coming out of that fallen state as the indigenous you know man and woman, and we can talk about this in another time you know me me and Stefan, we've had multiple conversations on the fallen state of the indigenous man and woman and you know right now i really don't want to go into it right now uh but we can i can break that down to you in the future but you know a lot of this does have to do with us being in the fallen in a a fallen state leaving the age of pisces but it ain't no fucking excuse because there's people out here like it's people within our communities, their, their consciousness level is higher than any other people that's on the fucking planet. So they obviously have tapped into something that is there for us to tap into. So it ain't no excuse for nobody, man.
0: Yeah, and I, I feel like you look at artists that represent our community, a lot of times it's, it's a bunch of bullshit that they be promoting.
1: Right.
0: You know? um, And then you see certain artists now, they trying to ride off the back of Nipsey's death. You know, I'm I'm trying to be more like Nipsey and whatnot. But then you look at their lyrics and they talking about a bunch of nonsense. A whole bunch
1: of bullshit trying to get clout, man.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame, man. It's a shame how we are right now. And I feel like people that aren't from our community... They look, they look down at us as nothing more than animals at times, and it's just a circus to them. Like flipping the TV, you flipping the channel, and you see a you see a monkey eating a banana and some shit. That's how I feel like they they view
1: our culture. And you know, it's, the it's sad part. is because I feel like we. I mean, can we blame them? It's a lot of shit that we do, man. Like it is a lot of shit that we do that. It's like, bro. This, I mean, and this, this is why we have the Divine Council, because we, we, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to be, I don't want to be no conscious leader. Like, I'm not looking at, at myself and looking at, at, at us as, like a, as conscious leaders, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to even put that label on on ourselves, because we clearly just went through, we just went, we just saw what that, what that entails, you know, with Young Pharaoh and RFG and like all that. All the the shit that they can get into, you know, when it comes to the egos and and somebody yeah. talking shit like, fuck that, we're not even getting into that game, bro. We're not even getting in like, we're not even getting into that. I'm not getting into it. Like, it's not even about. They being like, a conscious leader. Like, it's about yeah. spreading knowledge. Yeah, we all got this. They us. like, uh, yeah. Just to piggyback off that.
0: Um I was watching uh, one of daylight's streams you know I, I fuck with him his message and uh he pretty much said what you're you're saying he pretty much said he he's not conscious he's not pro black he's just a nigga that gets it and
1: that's why that's I why I like, that's why I had to think about it. I got that from Daylight shout out to Daylight and, you know I ain't going
0: Yeah shout out to Daylight
1: Shit, if I if I ain't created if I ain't thought of it i'm gonna give the credit because i mean none of this shit was created by us anyway none of your thoughts are your real thoughts if you really think about it the shit came from somewhere it didn't come from us it came from somewhere though came from another realm you can't control your thoughts so you got to give credit where credit is due so yeah i want to shout him out that's where i I, I was watching one of his trains and he said that and i had to think about it i was like because I've always said before, we said before, like we not, you know, before we even created this podcast, before when we was talking about doing something, we was like, Man, we're not even getting into like trying to be leaders of this shit, trying to get into like, you know, these arguments and these debates. Nah, and we're not even getting into that. And you know, when hit with him saying the way the way he said that, I was like, Yeah, I can relate with that. So I'm that's that's exactly I agree with that. I, I agree with him hundred percent. Right. Um I'm just here to spread the knowledge of what I know to those who might not you know to those who might not have this perspective or who might not have a certain yeah. level of knowledge.
0: And and um it's, it this knowledge is for anybody, you know, it's not it's not uh specifically always geared towards black people. Anybody I feel like that tunes in to our episodes. They can gain something from it because we are we are nomadic people. You know, we have dealings with people from all different types of um, racial backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? And we've lived a little bit, you know. We've been to college. We went to a, politic, uh, a public, no, a predominantly white institution. We did all of that shit. You know, we've lived, had these interactions. We continue to do that. We're just at a different point in time in our lives and we've kind of moved past those interactions and we're focusing in on home more, on our people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And we're not trying to... And to people, to anybody that might, may be listening to this that <clears throat> that has family or comes from, like, directly from Africa, We ain't if we say some shit up here that feel like we may be divisive, we're not really trying to divide, we're just trying to give information on how people from Africa look at Black people, Indigenous people of this land, and they understand Native Black people, or rather just Indigenous people, how they look at us compared to them. You know, I got people that I know that came from uh, Nigeria, you know, the Congo, or whatnot, and they cool as hell, you know, but... We just calling the spade a spade. Exactly. I mean, it's like motherfuckers, motherfuckers come from Africa thinking they better than us and like, they don't understand that we understand what's going on,
1: you know? And you know, the fuck behind everything is like, they say that you know, that this land that we own, this was actually known as Africa. If you look at Pangaea, you know, we've done this before. If you look at Pangaea, if you put all the continents together, if you look at North Carolina and Georgia and all that. That's the center of that fucking landmass. If you put all the continents mm. back together, this is where we at. This is the center of that landmass. If, if all the continents was placed back together, this would be the center of that landmass. North Carolina, Georgia. And that should make you think like, like, you know, this for the Sun Belt basically. But that shit make you think like Atlanta. That's supposed to be like, that's the black melting pot. That's the black, that's our Mecca, basically, now. But they got that shit from Atlantis. Right. And that shit is right there, like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is right there. The Atlantic Ocean is right there. It's like all of it's deeply connected. It ties in. It ties in. All of it in. ties in. This is why, you know, our African brethren, even our Haitian brethren, they are brothers, but they're not really us. You know why? It's because they can say, I'm hate. I can I can go to Haiti. I can go back to my country. I can say, I'm from Gambia. I can go back to Gambia. I'm South African. I can go back to South Africa. But I cannot say anything. I can say I'm black. And the reason why I can say I'm black right. is because I'm a prisoner of war. And the whole war started with the, with my ancestors of, of this land and our brothers of the other land in Africa. This is where I, we can't never forget that shit. This shit started between us. And, the, uh, you know, the Caucasian came in. And, and I, you know, I give the Caucasian credit. And Genius came in and used the body and conquer tactic. And this is where we're at now. So this we can never forget. We still got to handle the conflict between each other.
0: Like And this is way longer than that. The shit you hear about with slavery 400 years, this has been going on for thousands of years. Right. If not hundreds of thousands of years. Right. The conflicts between the white race and indigenous people. Right. So we, you know, we're in, we're enlightened and we're continuing to learn about this more and more every day. And we're going to keep giving that knowledge to the people that's listening. And I just wanted to uh take a second to shout out to the people that may or may not be listening still from uh the UK and Canada. Y'all are appreciated and to everybody else that listens, um it's it's really a, a joy, a joy of mine, you know, to have a, a podcast with one of my good friends. And um you know I'm just happy that, you know, we're doing this and we're just, you know, spreading knowledge to people and hopefully y'all can get something out of it.
1: Man, I, and I also say, man, y'all leave comments. Say what I mean, you can say whatever you want to say. Critique, comments, do whatever. Let us know, because I, like, I mean, I, I really, did, whenever I knew that we had somebody listening from Canada and, you know, the UK, that shit made me want to, I want to go even harder on this. Because what people don't really realize, man, we got thousands, we got thousands of hours Hundreds of thousands of hours of, like, audio and podcasts and and recordings and shit. Or or just conversations we just never recorded. And we got jewels. I feel like we got shit that's profound. Like, this is just... We still... Everything we talked about is still basically surface-level shit, man. We done had five, six-hour phone conversations about crazy shit. Like, actual conversations in person with other of our friends and shit about just... Shit, that's just out of this world, and I feel like people got to—they gotta hear this. They gotta—they gotta hear this energy, you know. And like, like I said, yeah, I really—I think those listeners, you know, all our listeners. But that right there, really, man, that shit—that shit made me really want to really go hard with this shit, you know. I want to empower everybody, you know. I love my people, and I feel like you know within the indigenous uh, community, we need more people that's that's pushing for empowerment for us. But at the end of the day we can never forget that we down here as average Joe's, we on the same level. The real enemy is this niggas is owning the one per is the one percent that own ninety nine percent of these. And they look and that's that's yeah. white, black that's white and black people on that level.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. that's another reason why I said earlier we can't look at these celebrities as nothing more than entertainers. Or you can't look at these people as idols. I don't have any idols. You know what I'm saying? Um, There's people that I fuck with, you know, musically. If you know me, one of my favorite artists is uh, Kanye. But as a person, I don't always, like what he says, a lot of the shit he says, I don't agree with it. But musically, I like the way he creates. He pushes boundaries in music. You know, I see him as a creative genius and then you got people in other aspects of uh celebrity such as Dave Chappelle incredible with his uh com- um with his comedy but a lot of times it's not funny what he's talking about he he just makes it he just says it in a way that um get, receives a laugh from you know mm-hmm. a lot of truth is in a lot of truth is in his message another person um, celebrity wise, that I follow, uh, there's not many. <laughs> there, there's really not many that I I really fuck with now. As I continue to like read and to continue to learn about our true history, um, but yeah, damn, I just named two people. But nah, there. I mean, there's really there's not really anybody really that I can see that I really fuck with like that, on that, that's on the level that I'm on. I even see YouTubers, I even see YouTubers now, certain YouTubers, uh, they'll, they, they get on this spiritual path and whatnot, and it's it's um, dope to see, you know, people opening up and uh, showing a different side of themselves but it's like you never know if people are genuine or not. Yeah, we had a quick uh, intermission. <laughs> but uh, back to what we was talking about. I'm trying to think what was I talking about. Um, it was about
1: damn, I know, bro.
0: Damn. Uh, I know we were talking. I was talking about we were talking about knowledge for a little bit, and then I was talking about something, and then it disconnected. But don't matter. We can uh it'll probably come back to me. So yeah, we can uh, I'm pretty
1: sure it'll come back.
0: We can jump to something else. All right, you uh, know um, go, go go ahead. I was just about to brainstorm real quick. You can go.
1: Oh, Russia, well, I got I got something we can talk about. Like I a thought that came to my mind. Um it's gotta do with gaming. Um I had this 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 thought man, I think would be very smart. I don't know. I think we probably, I think we, I, I talked to somebody about this, but I don't know. I, I probably talked to you about this too before. The XFL, they need to come into a partnership with uh, 2K. Whenever they make the XFL league and, they to, and 2K needs to make a football game with the XFL, man. That would be crazy, I think.
0: That would be really interesting because we know how good 2K is with like, just from a graphic standpoint. Wow. And what, and people to this day still talk about how good 2K5 was and how ahead of its time it was. So yeah,
1: that I would couldn't be... imagine that in twenty and twenty twenty. That would
0: like, be mind blowing. It'd be mind blowing.
1: And then, then I think what that would do, man. I think that would make Madden. That would make them have to make a better product, and that would make 2K have to make it. And there would be true competition, and it would be good competition that would that would last because, well, it would last as long as the XFL lasts. because. It's two different. um... It's not in the same league, right? So I think I think that would help. It would help just football, because if two K and XFL goes about it the right way, then we can actually have two professional leagues, which is crazy. We, I mean, the last time we seen that was the USFL, but you know that didn't last too long. But that was pretty. I, I heard that was pretty cool whenever it was on. Yeah, they
0: that would like Herschel really Walker. Dope. Yeah. They had good players. That Um. shit... Yeah, um... I think 2K, where they at, they have the ability to take over the entire, like, sports gaming industry, I think. I think they can. I think they can take over each sport one by one instead of focusing in on... um, focusing in on
1: basketball... What? Yeah, because they, they found something with, like, with their programming, with their, um, with their physics system, that shit is, like, a whole nother – The engines, that shit's a whole nother level, bro. Like, nobody's – they figure some shit out, man. Those, I don't care what nobody say. Like, 2K19, the way it plays, the realism behind it, I don't care how, like, you know, hard it can be sometimes. If you really know sports and really know basketball – 2K19, when it comes to, like, simulation, to simulate something, that's the best simulator that we've ever had.
0: Right, so and I'm, I'm not the type of person to run plays, but there are so many plays, like, they get in detail about it on I, the I, game.
1: I follow the the, the, the the czar. His name is uh, on YouTube. It's, it's uh, D-A underscore C-Z-A-R. And I follow this guy. This guy came from being one of the YouTubers that complains about the game to he actually develops the plays with 2K now. Like, he went from being, like, a regular-ass nigga on YouTube, like a nigga, like, on YouTube, creating, you know, um, he, like, just critiquing the game, to, and now he actually works for 2K, and he's one of, the, one of the developers on the plays. So, like, I go to his account just to look up... I don't even go to his account to look up plays that make me better at the game. I just I go to his account to look up real basketball plays. He does real basketball plays through 2K. And 2K simulates the real set so well that, I mean, that's the best simulator that we ever had. So could you imagine that shit with football? Wow. Man,
0: I'm just thinking about on a 2K5 but what was it, the helmet mode? Yeah, that shit was dude, crazy. Dude, I can only imagine how good that would look now with graphics. Like, that shit would be so crazy.
1: And it would play I think it would play good because that didn't really play that good. Like, it wasn't bad, but that was, like, one of them game modes you go to the first time. And you probably won't go back to it, but pro- probably, like, once every few months or something like that when you're hella bored. Yeah. Um, but I think they could actually make that feature a good feature, like a better feature. And I think the reason why nobody kept on playing it back then is because it really wasn't that good of a feature at that time. But we know 2K knows what they're doing, and they're really good at making these games. So I think... I think that that would be smart. That would be a smart idea for the XFL and TK to, uh, and I'm going to go on, shit, I want that shit to happen. I'm going to go on, um, I'm going to try to find interactive sports, or I think, I, or 2K, whoever it is, I'm going to try to find them niggas on your Twitter or whatever. I'm going to, every day I'm going I'm to just put on their XFL TK. Because <laughs> huh? I mean, I swear, man, I hate having to, well, I don't hate having to do this, but I still have to play NCAA, uh, NCAA 2014 which I think that's the second best football simulator. That, that, that's one thing I will say. EA Sports, they do have a great football game out there. And I think it's, a. I think it's, in my opinion, that's my favorite game of all time. I still play it in 2019, and that's uh, a 14.
0: I think they just got to the point because th- they, they don't have any competition. They just got lazy.
1: And I think 2K's heading in that direction, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as... Uh, I don't think they're going to do as bad as EA Sports. I think... With the way 2K is going to mess up is that they're going to start taxing the hell out of us like they've been doing with this VC. But their product ain't never going... 2K's product is never going to, like, be shit, I think. But I think they're going to start... They're going to get crazy with these microtransactions.
0: Now, do you think uh
1: NBA Live can really make a comeback? No, because their shit, whatever engine that they use, is it's, it's, like, animation-based. Like, it's not... It's like you're playing a video game. When you play 2K, it's not like you're playing a video game. That shit is like, Nick, I'm like on the court with these guys. Like, it's real life. NBA yeah. Live, the engine that they use, it sucks. Like, they got to get back. They got to create, they got to use less animations. Because when you play NBA Live, it's like everything's pre predetermined, which is a no no for sports.
0: Yeah, I've, uh, I've had it. I've had it when I went back home playing the game and stuff. My dad come into the room, he'd be like, oh, what game is on? I'm like, I'm playing 2K. He'd be like, oh, I thought it was the, the actual game. Yep. So it's getting to, getting to that point. People are being, it's blurring with uh, reality.
1: Yep. And I think it's, yeah, I think that's going to be soon, soon. Like, somebody can figure out some virtual reality shit, like, on a next level type shit. And that's going to be the next wave. Like I think I think the um I think the streaming services is the next way when it comes to consoles, but I think the actual like when it comes to actually gaming it's gonna be like VR. but it's gonna be connected, it's gonna be interrelated. But with the streaming, I know we talked about the um that Google Stadia. That shit, man, they need to sit their ass down, man. Like I had to do more research on it because I was really thinking about like buying into it, but I had to think about it. And I had to like do more research and man, that's just like I can't believe that they really are gonna attempt this. Like it does, it's 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 such a weak business model for such a great business. Yeah. Like they was talking about, you know, they got the free, they got the free account, but the free account, it only streams the games at 1080p. And like it was having like latency issues, like people are having latency issues when they're like testing them out or whatever, like it's a, it's a, it's a delay, sometimes whenever you hit the buttons it's a delay, uh, like a second delay so the free account is, it only streams at 1080p, it still has like latency issues with, when pushing the button, but buttons Um. you don't get any free games so you still gotta buy the game, but here's the thing like, why would you go in there and buy a fucking game and you never own it when I can go to the store and buy a disc, I own that disc. If I buy off of a stadia account, I have to have internet to log in to the stadia server to play my game, even if I want to play it offline. So it kind of defeats the purpose and then I think it was another big one it was uh it was the ten eighty p it was the latency it was the having to log into the server. They have the one where you pay like you, you pay hello, is hello? That... yeah, yeah, the only thing with that is now you' paying to now you're paying Google to use this to use this streaming service. And you still got to buy your games brand new. And you only get one... Like, yeah, you get one free game a month. But that's like... You you don't even know what you're getting. Right. It's like a loot box. One free loot box each month. Shit, out of... Out of... 12 months, you might only like the game one month. You might only like one month. The free game of one month. The other one, you might be shitty games. So, like, man, that shit is, it just doesn't even make sense. Like... It doesn't make sense, and I can't believe they're like really gonna, you know, follow through with this shit.
0: Hey, man, you know Google's at that point; they running shit. You know, they got YouTube. You know, they got this huge multi-billion-dollar industry going on. You know, they saying, "Fuck it, we're gonna try anything at this point," and people are going to eat it up because. People love Google. I mean, I don't know anybody that really fucks with Yahoo or Bing looking for shit. It's always Google. Yeah,
1: that like, shit
0: whack. <laughs> yeah, it's like Google monopol is a monopoly, to be honest.
1: The Alphabet Corporation. Now, yeah. They really are though. Like, I mean, they they got YouTube, but this I don't know. I don't I don't really foresee the stadium shit working out, but I think Xbox Xbox has, they don't have a streaming service, but they have a subscriptions based service that's like even better than Stadia shit. They got a, it's like similar to where they get a free game a month. It's like it's like um, PlayStation um, PlayStation Plus, but I think it's a little bit sounds a little bit better. It was something weird really that I liked about it. I think it was the fact that you actually have a library that you can choose from of games that you have to download. So I think with that, they give you they give you a library and they give you a free game a month instead of, like, giving you the, just a free game a month like how PlayStation Plus does. I think with the Xbox subscription shit, like, you subscribe and you got a library of, like, already of a hundred, hundreds of games. That's cool as hell.
0: That is pretty dope. You just got to go Absolutely. in and download it. So it's pretty much like Google is trying to introduce their Netflix of gaming.
1: Basically. And, but... The concept, as, I think somebody started this concept in uh, 2009, one of the videos I was watching. Um, but the problem with the guy, the reason why it wasn't successful then, oh, this is what it was. with the. Okay, this is why I think it's not going to work, because you, you have to have fast internet damn near 80% of the United States, which is not the case. They're saying... For this to to really function properly, you have to have at least 35 megabits per second of internet speed. And like I'm on 5G and I'm by myself. And I'm like right there. Like I'm like at 37. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes it'd be like 28. So I'm like, yo, could you imagine? Like it's people that it's most people that stay with other people. They got a lot more devices on their on their Wi-Fi. Like. It's no way in hell, like, they are even going to be able to do this shit because most people's internet connection is going to be around like five or ten megabits per second.
0: Yep, they're not going to be able to su- sustain it, especially so with like the graphics and whatnot.
1: It's going to be laggy, it's going to be latency issues. Um, definitely going to be laggy and latency issues. Those that that's the two big ones off, off rip. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't see see how it's gonna work, but I want it to work, it makes sense. But and here's another thing, I think they're gonna do this too. I think they're gonna have it to where they're not even gonna have that free account anymore. They're gonna have it to where it's gonna be fully subscription based. Or they're doing this, they're doing this free account to kind of trial it.
0: Yep, a year special. Right. Then they're gonna be like,
1: oh well, we gotta up the price now. Right. It's gotta be you gotta pay at least. To have sixty dollars for the standard membership and the go or they're gonna make the standard 130 and, and have bring out another one that's even more expensive. I just don't get it, man. These niggas is snakes, man.
0: Yeah. Motherfuckers running shit, dude. Like
1: they are. They are. They're trying to run, they they run the shit. Hey, but I guess when you get to a certain level. You, I mean, you get greedy, I guess. I guess it's just natural. Like, I guess once you get to a certain level, you just got to keep, keep going. You can never like, I never, it's like the anxiety, I guess. You feel like if you don't always try to get the most or always try to improve on your own self, that somebody's going to take their shit away from you or something like that. I mean, I guess, I guess, I don't know. I'm not hella rich, so I can't attest for that. But I would, I would think so. I mean, shit. If you get rich, I would think you would want to do damn near anything to keep on that money, keep that money, dog. Like, especially if you, if you built that money up.
0: Exactly. I, I can see you
1: niggas turn greedy, y'all low key. <laughs> the,
0: the power, you know, you get hungry for more power. I mean, it's just and it's just an insatiable appetite.
1: Yeah, greed. I mean, but it's so weird because it's like. We let this shit that ain't even real, like, control us, man. Like, if I had a pile of $100,000 right here, all I got to do is put a lighter to that bitch. And it's no longer $100,000. Like, you know how crazy that is?
0: We let a piece of paper control us.
1: It ain't even like you can say that shit has value. Like, you can sit there and have $100,000, a pile of $100,000, and you put fire to that shit. That shit is no longer there. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. It ain't like gold. Like, even if you melt that gold, that shit's still there. Like
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's still there. It's something that's there.
0: We do know though, eventually, there's gonna be a time when the, the US dollar is replaced. Yep. You know, um may not be soon, but Something's down the pipeline. You know, they're I trying to that, do it with the digital currency, the cryptocurrency, but I don't know if that's the one that's going to do it.
1: I think the cryptocurrency might be the one just because, in a way, cryptocurrency is not really any different than what we already are doing. And in, in a sense, it makes it's just
0: a, <clears throat> It just allows for you to make anonymous purchases, pretty much.
1: Right. And what it does... um. I think it actually fits in seamlessly with the technology-driven society that we have. But, once again, the problem I have is that shit is <clears> only <throat> going to cause a deeper hole. It's funny, bro, like, cryptocurrency would be worse than the dollar bill just because it's all digital and it literally means nothing. Like, it, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's digits.
0: It's just, yeah, like, if we have, like, a government shutdown, oh, well, everything on the internet is down, so we
1: don't have any money right so in a way it doesn't even it really don't make sense for that to be your full currency like to have the, what I think they're going to do is they're going to probably have like cryptocurrency with the dollar bill like have the dollar bill back that shit up but that still don't make sense because the dollar bill isn't real like you got to bring gold and silver and that shit back man like
0: yeah I, I feel like We got to focus more on the... Yeah, like the natural. Like you said, the natural resources we have um, already here within the earth instead of focusing in on just like shit that is created, like the dollar. But that that in itself, we will have to break away from the dominant society because I feel like that will never... You know, if these people uh in Congress or whatnot, they would never want to change that because that is the foundation of this country. You know, um but we built this country to begin with.
1: Well shit, we always been there. <laughs> yeah. Always been there. Before we all we always been in Americans. But I don't know, man. Like I feel like cryptocurrency would be it would be it would be a little bit too much man because now like like you said the internet's down government shut down or we have no money none nothing <laughs> right but I can see how like we can have that and have like, something physical back it up that only makes sense but
0: have it as like a, a um like a sidekick yeah, sort of like how we have credit cards and debit cards, we could replace that with cryptocurrency.
1: Right. I mean, I, I, just be like, damn. I, I just I, I get why we don't buy gold and silver aren't used to back it up. I mean, I get why I get I get that shit. It just I don't know. I just don't understand why the fuck we allowed this shit to continue to happen. Like. <laughs>
0: It's people. Look, shit. It's just like the people here. A lot of us are just—we just sheep. We just—we don't care. We're on autopilot, you know. And I don't know what would—I don't know what it would take for people to wake up as a whole and say we're—we're we're tired of this shit that uh, the government puts down on us, these uh, policies and whatnot. And we take back control.
1: I mean, this country started on no taxation without representation. Yet nigga, I can't even drive on the interstate without getting a, a toll ticket. What the fuck you think that is? It's a tax. Yep. I can't I can't even own a home without having to pay property tax. Like, we yep. never even own anything, man. Like. Even that house you own, you gotta pay property taxes on that shit, bro. You still paying, you still paying rent. Yep. You still paying rent. Like what?
0: I wanna know how it is to live in the states where they don't have any taxes.
1: I think Florida's like that. They said what like,
0: Del- well, like uh, Delaware, I think uh Texas.
1: They don't shit. have any any federal income taxes?
0: No, well, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at uh state taxes. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. Or sales taxes. That, that's what I'm thinking about. So yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Delaware and Texas.
0: There's I'm a few the other states.
1: Sales tax add up. Shit, you go. Oh yeah. Shit, shit, when I went and got my, when I got my TV and my PlayStation, that added like 60 dollars or some shit onto my or like forty dollars onto my damn total. Like what? You buy shit in large amounts That shit adds up Oh yeah But I look at the states Without sales tax I know Florida doesn't have Any state tax
0: Which is wild That shit But then again Then again I'm not living in Fucking Florida though Like that
1: You can have that I know man
0: All the damn hurricanes Y'all get All the fucking bullshit Y'all gotta go through With laws and shit Like no, I'm good on that. And you hear the craziest stories from Florida.
1: That should be crazy. It's hot, you know. It's hot as a fuck down there. It's like, and that's that. That's that damn swamp heat. Yeah. That ain't that damn. That ain't that. That's that damn nigga. You gonna be sweating type. That's that wet heat. It's just sticky and shit.
0: Everybody walking around with a sweat rag.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> season all year. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah.
0: I mean, I, don't, I I don't know when I started noticing it, but it's just like I be seeing more and more people have their own sweat rags. I'm like, damn. Right. I hey, you gotta you gotta give me credit. <laughs> nah, yeah, you probably like one of the first. One of the first people (laughs) I see walk around with like a sweat rag, like niggas be out here,
1: nigga. How you gonna go to the club (laughs) and be letting that shit sit on your face? That's how you get zits and shit, bro. Like right, right. You better be diving that shit off your face, bro. I mean, I gotta carry around because I got a sweat problem. But like, I know niggas out here that that sweat shit. If you sweat a percentage of what I sweat, that's still sweat and shit. Like, yeah, that's why I was like, even if I didn't sweat like this, like. I ain't going to be up in no club and not have nowhere to wipe my sweat.
0: Yeah, most people probably just, like, have like, a tank top on or some shit. Like, fuck that. Just wipe right. it off with that. I
1: ain't like, wiping yeah. that shit on my shirt. Yeah. You don't know. I don't know what like, my nigga I, done touched. Who done touched my shirt. Nigga, I just got this shit from TJ Maxx today. Fuck you mean. That too, <laughs> Play those clothes. Damn. Bro those, bro, those...
0: Man... Yes. Those were the days, man. You just... Oh, shit, I'm about to go out tonight. I got to go get an outfit. Hit up Play-Doh
1: Closet, TJ Maxx. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, that shit was crazy. And we would always find some fire, shit. Yeah. Always be the be one of you, the flyest niggas in the club.
0: Yeah, you can really... I mean, people, if you don't... If people don't aren't doing it now, it's really those... uh Those damn... What was I gonna say? I can't think of the name of the store. Like the store is like Plato's Closet. The um, what's what? the name? Yes, yeah, thrift stores. Thrift stores, you find like the best shit in thrift stores.
1: Hey, you know what? I'm gonna start doing, man. I'm gonna start just going up in the thrift stores, like especially Plato's. I'm gonna start going and looking at the women's clothing, bro, and trying to resell that shit.
0: Oh shit!
1: They be having some angle art, bro. They be having some. All them clothes and everything. You can hit Instead, a lick One rack of nigga shit
0: That'd be a lick right there All bro. that Put be like this shirt You start your own Fashion over brand
1: Resell that shit on Etsy bro
0: <laughs>
1: Etsy yeah
0: Man Etsy hey, I was all on, this shit. on Etsy
1: bro I was on Etsy the other day And this is a girl She got a jewelry thing She got a jewelry uh, A jewelry profile And she I think she averaged Man I forgot Man her numbers were ridiculous bro And the only thing she sell or she, she got a whole bunch of shit that she sell, but I think she was, I think she was averaging like 30,000 sales on these, on a bracelet brand that she had. And the only thing the bracelet is, it's like a brace. Oh, it's a necklace and you can get your name. You can get somebody's name. So it's like a It's a basic ass necklace. They look like my gold necklace that I wear Sometimes it's a little smaller than that. And, the, the piece at the bottom bottom it just connects the necklace to the to to, to a, uh, uh, um, a name so it might say like Rachel or Adam or Nicole, Bruh, She averages like thirty thousand sales like a month or some shit. It's something crazy, bro. She's like a multi millionaire off of Etsy, off of this shit. So I was thinking I was like I could create that shit and she selling them shit for like ten dollars. You can create that shit for like a dollar, bro. That's wild. So I've been thinking about that shit. That's easy money.
0: That's sort of like that, uh, how that woman, she, uh, she's selling those bonnets and saying that she created that shit.
1: Hey, she's a genius. Even though, you know, she's wrong. (laughs) She's a genius, man. You can't, like, we can't be hating on people when they make power moves and we don't. You know what I mean? Right. Cause it's some dumbass. Is it her fault? There's a dumbass out there that's gonna pay for that shit, right? You, you know what I mean? Is it her fault?
0: I mean, it's, it's capitalism, you know.
1: It's, it should be the person that's gonna do that, that's gonna buy that
0: shit. That's their fault. It's shit. fucked up. I mean, you see all these women. You see all these women in low neighborhoods. I see them go back home all the time. They got on bonnets, all that shit, and not capitalizing on it.
1: Shit, I wear a bonnet every night. I'm about to put that shit on in just a minute. I'll take my nap. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I wear that shit every night. Make keep cover my dreads. Every every definitely every female I know in my family that they, they at least had a bonnet before or has they wear a bonnet. And you know everybody I know they got dreads like me and my dad. We wear um we I wear a bonnet. I think he wear a bonnet. Most people with the dreads in my family, they cover their shit up, too. Shit. I wear a bonnet. But, I mean, I can't be mad that I ain't capitalized on that shit. That made Honestly, when I seen her do that, that made me want to go sell, like, a toboggan or some shit. Because it's white people out there that's going to buy that shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's people out there that will, that will buy that shit.
0: It's crazy to me, because I, I look at shit like that. Then I look at videos of, the like, the dude... I think in Vegas he got choked out. He was selling water. Wow, S- selling bottled water. He got choked out for that. You know they say he was resisting the arrest or whatnot. It's like man, niggas get it anyway, anyhow. You can you can really be out here just selling water, and you can make money off that. It's
1: what, just was a- Eric Garner selling DVDs or something like that?
0: I think so. So, that really ain't no excuse. There's no excuse to be out here really struggling. If you can you can find something to sell, I mean, there's really no excuse.
1: That's true. I agree with you on that. Ain't, that's why I, I'll be thinking, like, bro, it ain't no excuse for none of this shit. Like, is it wrong for me not to feel bad because people ain't got their shit together? Like, when I'm 25, my homeboy's 25, 26. We at this age and we doing, we doing this shit. Yeah, I got to, my parents gave me the opportunity because of the sacrifices that they made. But at the same time, like, you know, I had to make sacrifices too, shit. Yeah. I tell people the first 25 years of my life is like three Vietnam's dog, like. Shit. That shit is man, this shit has been crazy. That's why when I go to work, I'm usually I'm the youngest one. Usually I think we, you know, they always add new people, but I'm no longer the youngest one, but I'm one of the younger ones. And I'm I'm talking to y'all to to people's grandparents. I'm talking to they people, the people that they look up to. You know what I mean? They reporting shit to me and stuff. I'm talking to them like I'm on the same level with them because of how my maturity level is. my life experiences have definitely prepared me for for what I go through on a daily basis. Like I can't say that, but shit, we got a lot more life to live.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: With those, with that, with that being said, you know, it's going to be more experiences. And so I say right, right, right now, the best thing for me is just to focus on myself, man. Like every time I, try to get relationships here previously. Like, I just realized like, I know for me, like I'll either be in a relationship and I'll either get bored of the person, not because of who they are, just because of just how the concept is, like doing the same shit all the time. Like knowing like in my head, I know I got to be with this person for the rest of my life. Nah, bro. Like I, I, I got a damn, I got a float, bro. <laughs> I got, yeah. Sab- I got some Sagittarius somewhere, like all in my chart somewhere, man. Like, i be feeling sometimes like I'm... When when I'm committed and shit, I'm in jail. Like, I really be feeling like that shit. Like, I can't do nothing. Like, I'm being controlled.
0: Yeah, and it's like you gotta... You gotta cater to the woman at times. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I wanna do what I wanna do. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to... I ain't trying to be no damn provider at this point in my life.
1: Right, man. I can believe this nigga said... Nobody, I couldn't believe he said ain't nothing better than a provider. I mean, he's a provider. He's at provider age, so I ain't what,
0: matters Damn, da- damn days of our lives actor, Like right. Crazy. I
1: forgot which one it was. I fe- it was one of the big ones though. He was like, I don't. He wasn't like a um. He wasn't like a um, actual like a part of the cast. Cast. I think he only made a few appearances. His brother did something, too. He told me what his brother did. His brother had was like a... Uh, oh, his brother was on the Andy Griffin show? Was somebody on the Andy Griffin show or some shit? Really? Yeah. You know
0: uh, Andy Griffin? He went to Goldsboro High School. Andy Griffin? No, Andy Andy Griffin.
1: Andy Griffin, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he went to Goldsboro. I know he yeah.
0: was in like, North Carolina. Because I remember he when he died... It was in the newspaper
1: Damn they were,
0: t- they were talking about it See if I can look on uh... He's from Yeah he's from Man- Well he died in Manteo, North Carolina uh, He went to Chapel Hill But I'm pretty sure Yeah, Pretty sure he went to Oh no 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 They said he went to Mount Airy Oh he's uh, from Mount Airy Yo, I thought I'm, was... I'm thinking of somebody else I'm, I'm thinking of somebody else Mount Airy High School.
1: Yeah, Mount Airy and the Mountain. That's what I've, I've always heard.
0: But, yeah. Say what? Uh,
1: they did They did have, like, a big-time celebrity, though. I, I, the other day, I meant to ask you about.
0: That. Who you know. t- oh, you talking about Goldsboro? Yeah. I, the biggest person I know of... Uh, Jimmy Graham, yeah, I guess, yeah, you could say that. Jimmy Graham,
1: what ain't Jimmy Graham and then
0: Kobe White?
1: Ain't Mario Williams from there? Mario Williams, he used to play for the Texans, uh, number one draft pick. I don't
0: know about that. No, I don't, I'll have to look that up. He went to NC State. Man, I forgot about Mario Williams. That nigga didn't never really become what people thought he was going to be.
1: Yeah, he was like the number one pick. He was straight. I don't I don't know if he was Hall of Fame. Fourth, yeah, four Pro Bowls. Yeah, four. He, uh, I mean, it just depends. It just depends on how he his went,
0: packs were. He, he's not from uh, Goldsboro. They
1: say he went to Richlands North, High School. Yeah, Richlands. That's in... um. Like, that's in that, that's in you area, though, I think. I think Richland is... Nah, I've never heard, I've never heard of Richlands. No, like, like, in that area of the state. Like, not, like, oh. I, like I think it's close to, like, Fayetteville, but, like, in that area, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, not, like, 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 not close, because I think Richland High School, I think that was, like, in the Fayetteville area, though. I can't remember, man.
0: But, yeah, I guess you could, yeah, you could say Jimmy Graham is probably the biggest person we've had.
1: That's wild, I- though, like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty much all sports people, like pr- pretty much all athletes.
1: I mean, ain't this country out there, man? I mean, this country here too, but it's just a little different out there. Cause, I mean, well, well, I mean, it's, it's, I guess, Gold, bro, still kind of be similar, like where I'm at, cause y'all got like, y'all like an hour away from Raleigh.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not two country. I mean, but where once you get outside of the, the city limits. Yeah. Where I'm at, I'm like right outside, probably like five minutes from the city. What's well, that? Nah, I'm probably like ten minutes from ten to fifteen from downtown, goes, bro. Um, but I'm like on the outskirts, right yeah. in the country, and then where my grandma lives and my brother, they out in the country and yeah, dirt roads and
1: man, niggas got to love the country, bro. I don't know why I love coming right, home, bro. A- that shit, bro. That, yeah, that shit was fun, man. That shit was fun growing up. Now, man, shit. Well, I'm at, I'm I'm off the highway. That's the only thing. Like, I'm off the highway, but I'm in the country. I'm in Stanley, that's in Gaston County, and that um, bro, it ain't not like coming home and being able to walk around with an open container. Go to my cousin's house. Go to my, you know, walk up the road. Go to my uncle's house. Go to my dad's right. house. Now, nah, no, and the cops drop by and they know. I mean, they can stop you if they wanted to, but like more than likely, like they just let you live life because it's like your this is like your own little neighborhood. We can police this shit ourselves. So like, right that,
0: and that's how it, that's how it should be.
1: Yeah, like where I'm from, like it's. I mean, even here, it is segregated here. Like it's segregated here, but it's like I can go up, to, I can go into the town, or I can go shit. I can go over one of my white friends' house and. It's weird, bro. It's like it's not even like it's racism and shit, but it's not even really like that. It's weird when you really think about how my town is. Like it, it's really weird. My family's known in my town too, so I guess that might be another reason why it'd be different for me also. But I love coming home. It ain't like something like you're tired of being in the city, all that traffic and shit. Like I gotta damn, always stay inside.
0: Bro, that shit is annoying as fuck, bro. Annoying, like, bro. Like niggas cannot drive in the city, dude. Like they can't. They can't
1: they don't be, I, they, they be from other places, bro. Like Yeah. They be from like up north and shit.
0: I see so many different uh state license plates. Delaware, Maine, New York, Pennsylvania, Il- Illinois. Yeah, like you said, all up north. Northern niggas, they come down here, don't know how to fucking act.
1: They come down here and they just be want to talk shit too. Like yeah. why you come down here? Talking about you ain't you ain't, ain't. bro. that shit be killing me, bruh. Like.
0: <laughs> it's like it, it's funny because it's like northern niggas like they they think I don't know, they they, they kind of look they kinda think people from the south is like slow or some shit. Like they like we all some some niggas that talk like we uh straight out of the, the roots or some shit.
1: Bruh, these niggas like I got I got a homeboy at work that he's from here, but he moved up there and lives up there for most of uh for like a lot of his life and then moved back here. And like man, his whole like his whole mindset, I'm like, bro, like you really? You really like the way he be talking about us. I'm like, bro, you come down here and you gonna come down here and these niggas, we gonna we gonna get over on your ass. Like, you down here, you underestimating us, bro. Like, yeah, you are really underestimating. You 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 forget this is where you come from, right? You forget this is like, it's like people forget that this is this is the center of the universe. Like, you get that right? The black belt has never changed. When you look at the sun belt, when you look at the Bible belt, when you look at the black belt. When you look at the Black Belt, which is the <laughs> highest population of Black people, where the highest population of Black people in the United States is, that shit has never changed, even with all the great migrations. Right. The South, the highest level of Black people, is in, and that tells you, because we always been here. we firm, fixed, and immovable. Just like the Earth. <laughs> We've always been here.
0: These niggas get them some fucking Tims and a fitted cap, and they think they not us. Like, what right. the fuck? Niggas,
1: like... These niggas out there paying... I mean, I, I get why they they jealous, bro. They up there, they paying twenty five hundred for four hundred square feet.
0: These niggas living in a walk in closet, and when they get down here and move to the
1: hood, they think they made it. They think they damn made it. They come down here, they come down here and get them a, a nice thousand square foot apartment. and They think they the shit, man. Nigga, you was you was up there paying three thousand for a closet. Come on, bro. right? Come on, bro. Who who the smart one here?
0: But but see, I feel like. Well, nah, I'm not going to say I feel like, because it is a fact. With the gentrification that's going on in uh, New York, people are moving out of the state and coming down south. Yep, but see, Cause...
1: have you looked at the housing? Bro, have you looked at the housing prices in North Carolina, bro? It is ridiculous, dude.
0: I haven't even really been looking at it, man.
1: In Raleigh, I couldn't find, in Raleigh and Charlotte, in the area, in the whole area, I couldn't find a single house under. Or in Raleigh. I couldn't find a single house under $100,000, bro. Damn. Under $100,000. That shit is like mind-fucking, like... And the houses that I saw would be like old, old shitty houses that would be like $120,000, $130,000. i am like, bro, like... You put in interest and mortgage, all that shit. I'm paying another fucking fifty dollars to $100,000. Damn near $200,000 for this piece of shit. That's why, bro, like... I'm like, yeah, I, even it, with that being said, I still got to get into the market. I got to get my piece. Like, so even if I, I, I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and try to get, get a house here soon, get something that's like 120 or something like that and pay that shit off in like five years. But I don't know, bro. Like At the same time, it's just like that's the thing about being a millennial, bro. Getting a house doesn't even make sense, bro.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even thinking about a house right now, man. Like I, I want to get my student loans and shit taken care of first.
1: And the only reason why I'm thinking about a house is because I want to lease. I want to resell that shit because I feel like the housing market is just going to grow and grow. And I feel like I can get a house in Raleigh for two hundred thousand dollars right now. By the time I get close to paying it off. I might not even, even have to pay it off. I think it's gonna be worth like another four, I think it's gonna be worth like four hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. That's a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars that you made out the house. Right. So that's the only reason why I've been thinking about it. I ain't been thinking about it because I want to settle down, but I'm like, man, like fuck that. Like I don't need no damn house. Like
0: <laughs> Right. Like I I mean, for the longest I've I've uh I thought I was like, man, when I get like six figures or some shit. Like bro, I'm about to get like a big ass house or whatnot. Like my goal was always to have like a mansion. Mansion was like the big word for me. Like, you know, like 3,000 square feet or some shit. You know, like my my palace or whatnot. But now that I look at it, it's like, man, I don't even really need all that space, Right. to be honest. It's cool, but I ain't got a family right now. So just having all that space without a family is just kind of
1: pointless. But I think I'm going to do somebody up here. They selling some land, bro. So I'm going to call them here in a little bit. And I think the only reason why they selling it because they can't afford the taxes on the house, or on the land. But I'm going to try to buy that shit. And it's enough land to put like three houses on it, I think. So, Word. Bro, I, I get that land, but I can build something, bro. I can build like a little log cabin or some shit.
0: You could, man. You, I could. The,
1: you know what I mean? I'm thinking about building my fucking house instead of going and buying some shit. So I think I might do that, and honestly, I'm gonna see if I can get this shit. You know, negotiate, get some land, bro. Land like that's just hard to come by, and it's 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 easy. But that, but dude, that's that's what I've been saying though. Like even about like our uh our
0: friend group, bro. We could if we all pitched in, we could buy land, bro, and like. I'm I'm telling you, man, like, we can start a, businesses or put houses on that and become landlords, bro. Like, that's easy money.
1: Yeah. Easy. Easy. So, I'm gonna figure that out. And I'm gonna let, I'll let you know how it is, shit. Because it's looking like, it's looking like, I can put, like, a couple of houses. It's not small. The only thing is, it's like, I gotta go through people's yards to get to the shit is what it's looking like. So, I gotta, like, negotiate some shit with them when it comes to that, but I'm going to keep you updated with that, man. But, yeah, land ownership uh, to the audience like that. Land ownership. That's one thing. Like, you got to have that. You got to have land. Like, you can't. And don't sell it. Keep that shit forever. And, like, you only sell that shit unless you, like, I would never sell no land, man. Keep that shit forever. Like, I was telling my mama, like, if you got land, I got some land. I can go and put a fucking tent up on that bitch, and I know I'm good. That's my land. I at least exactly. a man to put something on that bitch. I can't just do that shit anywhere. I can't just go to somebody's field and put a tent up. Somebody owns that shit. But if I own it, I can do whatever I want with that shit.
0: Yeah. That and we in a um we in a fucking stand your ground state. So your ass get shot out here.
1: Right.
0: Doing some shot doing some shit like that. Right. But bro, I look at all these farms, bro. They have all these fucking acres, bro. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. Like all that fucking land, dude. Is stolen. All of it stolen, bro.
1: Like. And they want to talk about they had to work hard for this. shit. I, that's why I be saying like work hard. You don't even know what that shit means, dog. Like you can't sit up here and when your ancestors stole everything and say you worked hard for any fucking thing, bro. You can't. You can't. Yeah it's just a different like you're under a different type of set of rules like this one one for one set of people the society is literally created for you to succeed for another set of people this society this society's created for you to fail yep nowhere around it. like nowhere around it. yeah so I, I still try to just down um, I try to do the best I can to level up in my my life. So
0: that's what it's about, man. Like uh, setting those the foundation for like the next generation to come. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about.
1: Yeah, I'm like, all, I'm gonna keep it set up for my hopefully for my even I don't have no kids for at least my nieces and nephews and cousins and shit.
0: True, true. Like, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to do, like, what, uh, Frank Lucas on American Gangster did with his mom when he bought that big-ass house.
1: Yeah, that was cool as hell. That's one of my favorite scenes right there. Dude.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, this yours. This is all yours, all of this. Like, yeah, that that's what I'm trying to do.
1: They didn't know what to do when they seen them, when they seen them niggas move in, they seen the whole, the whole tribe roll up in
0: there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit, man. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to do that, bro. I'm trying to be out in the one of them house one of them um them suburbs and have all my motherfucking cousins and shit come up and shit. Cookouts every day. <laughs> Damn housing authority gonna be mad as fuck. I'm like, man, y'all better get y'all over dramatic ass on. Y'all, y'all want some food? Shit, we got plenty to serve. We got, <laughs> we got plenty of food to go around. I know y'all ain't used to all of this seasoning, you
1: know? Right? <laughs> we got all this old bae. Old bae. You know? Uh the uh, uh Tony Tony Shackish. That's the shit yeah. I use. The um the Cajun bowl <laughs> seasoning. Shit, you gotta throw a little bit of sugar up in there too.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: <clears throat> the sugar in there. I'll be I'll be doing all kinds of shit when I be doing mixing my shit together. Like I made this. I'm vegetarian, so I made I made this damn um cheesy beef shogunoff. I made like different layers to it, and I used um, bow ties. I did, I made it one time with bow ties, one time with rigatini. That's my noodles. And I go to the store, and I uh I, I get the Beyond Meat, the beef crumblers do Beyond Meat, and I get that shit because they don't have all the extra chemicals. Like that's the closest thing to natural like vegan vegetarian meat that you'll get like I don't really fuck with Morningstar Farms like I don't fuck with the other shit. What's it like,
0: what's it called?
1: Uh beyond meat.
0: Beyond meat. Yeah. Okay, I'm a, I'm going a to look into that.
1: Yo, that shit tastes just the the consistency, the taste is like Well, not the taste per se. The taste really don't have no no taste to it. But the consistency, the way it look is like meat. And like it ain't like Morningstar Farms with all these extra chemicals in it. That shit got like it's got like um Basically, like water. It does have a little bit of soy, but it ain't packed with soy. I don't really like to eat a lot of soy because I think that fucks with your testosterone. I think that's another reason why they're pushing for this veganism. I think because, because I'm not vegan because I feel like a lot of that shit is, that shit turns you homosexual, I think. I think it turns you the opposite
0: because sure.
1: it, it fucks with your hormones. If you look at the back of a lot of like Morningstar Farms a lot of the vegetarian and vegan products, it's more chemicals in that shit than it is in sodas and, and other, other shit. Like, read that shit. Read, like, really read the back of the labels of some of these vegan products. That shit, like, it was literally made in that fucking lab.
0: I think, I mean, I think for one, it's like, because it's like how they trying, their, they trying whatever it takes to get it to taste as much as, like, the real thing as they can.
1: So they got a so trick. They got a tricky taste bud. Somehow, yeah, they got a trick, They got to. They got to do something to it. And then if you read it, it's, it's hella chemicals in it, bro. It's hella chemicals in that shit. So that's why I say I'm vegetarian because I still try to cook my food. Like I try to like cook that shit. And I do at times eat a lot of bullshit. Like I, I, my go-to snack is pizza bagels, the cheese pizza bagels. Oh, That's God. my go-to, bro. <laughs> Them shit's better than Pizza Rolls, too, by the way. I get the cheese pizza bagels. That's my go-to snack. That shit's godly, dog.
0: Bro. bro, my go-to snack, goldfish. Bro, oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't stop, bro, with the goldfish, bro. I, I fuck with, like, the the Simply Popcorn. Yeah. I, I really like the the white cheddar. Like, that, that shit's That's good. That fire. Hey, uh,
1: you can never go wrong with the, um... Should I just... You said it simply, Chandler. I just had it in my head; it left the thought left. I had to come back. Shit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But I was standing there. With their, um, definitely recommended that Beyond Meat if you if you're looking for like a alternative alternative for meat. That's the best one, I think. Beyond Meat. Morningstar Farms got a lot of shit, but I lived, I mean, they got a lot of chemicals in that shit. That's why I stopped eating that shit, and I feel like. A lot of that shit can can fuck with your testosterone. Like I do think that soy fucks with your testosterone. A lot of those chemicals do. So I try to I try to keep my shit a little bit a little bit tighter. I made that choking off, man. I use like I use the bow ties, the Beyond meat. I cut up like a I cut up one onion and a bell pepper, put it in a uh, in the skillet with the Beyond meat and put like you know obey. A pack of sugar, some cajun seasoning, garlic, oh sauce, god, pepper. I mean, I made all kinds of shit. oh, uh, spaghetti sauce. I set it down and I set it down in the marinade for like an hour before I put that bitch in the pan, cooked it like that. Uh, I could, cook, I, I cooked my meat, I cooked that shit for a long ass time. Like, I think I cooked that for like 20 30 minutes, waiting for my noodles to cook. I like to overcook my noodles too. I like really mu- mushy noodles, I don't like it. Al dente sorry I'm cooking my noodles at the same time and then i get a i put in a glass casserole dish and i went i got a pound of uh shredded cheddar cheese like a pound of like pepper jack cheese and i had some cream cheese so i just put the whole pack of fucking cheese in like i um i get the casserole dish i cut up a whole bunch of cream cheese and i put up at the bottom layer like i like a um I scrubbed the whole casserole dish down with a stick of butter, well, with some butter, not a stick, but just some butter to get the get the shit nice and like moisturized or whatever. Then I put a layer of cheese, cream cheese, and like whatever sharp shredded cheese I got. Then I put a layer of noodles, then I put a layer of meat, then I put a layer of noodles, then I put a layer, uh, another layer of meat, some cheese, some more meat, cheese, noodles, and then I put a top layer of cheese. Stuff that bitch down. Throw that bitch in the oven for like fifteen to twenty minutes on three fifty. That'd be the best shit, man. That shit tastes like some shit you got at Olive Garden, bro. <laughs> damn, you a damn uh, chef right now? Swear to god, bro. I'll be in that bitch getting right, bro. <laughs> I'll be in that mug getting right. Next thing I'm gonna make is the elote. The uh, that's the that's the street corn, and I, I found a recipe. My corn expires the eighth. The eighth. That's why I had to look at my look at my damn calendar because I'll be able to make that this week. But it's this shit called elote. It's like uh, Mexican street corn, and they they, they take the corn. Uh, you can broil it. Like I think the recipe is like wrapping it in a wrap, put it in the microwave, and then when you take it out of the microwave, you can put it in a skillet, and like to get it like real. Uh, like, put it in a skillet, or whatever. Then when you take it out the skillet, um, he recommends you put chopsticks at the end of the, um, through the, through the corn so you can hold like a handle, so you can have a handle to hold on to it. Um, once you get it off the skillet, you put mayonnaise on it. Yeah. And then you put your cheese, you, you roll it, you can like roll it in some cheese, Parmesan cheese. Then you put, um, you can put a topping on it. And one of the toppings that they that the guy recommended in the video was uh, hot Cheeto fries. Oh wow! Because that shit made out of corn too, basically. That's potato chip, corn chip. Uh, but and then you like yeah, you do it. You do it like that, and then you just eat the corn. You eat, you eat, you hold you eat the corn like that. You can put like you can put uh hot Cheeto fries. I'm gonna do one with like hot Cheeto fries, Cool Range Doritos. I'm gonna do one with that one. And just any type of chip. I can I think he did it with like tortilla chips, hot Cheeto fries. That shit looked godly. He said it was godly. I'm gonna try that. Man, that's why I say YouTube, that shit's a lifesaver.
0: Yeah, <laughs> YouTube has really opened our eyes to what's possible. Like so much out there that you can learn about through YouTube. That's why I like, you know, with these cable providers and shit. It's like I don't need cable or none of that shit. I got YouTube.
1: Right. Like, nothing I learned more. it. She got, uh, what they got? I think they got, yeah, they got Spectrum here. So they got Spectrum now. So, the only thing I like about this shit is the fact that, like, right now, I'm just, I'm, I got nothing but college football I can watch. Like, it's just accessible. But, I mean, I can do the same thing with YouTube. Yep. Only thing with YouTube is I have to look it up. Whereas with this, it's shit already on. Like I can just cut the TV on, and I know I can just find a college football game. But is it really worth me paying damn $150 a month for this shit? Nope. Exactly. When I mean, You really only gonna watch like a handful of shows. It's a rip-off. And the way they got it set up, you can't just get those individual programs. Like, I've tried that shit. Whenever we used to have, like, direct TV acting in uh, school and shit, I tried to do that. Like, I was like... Well, can we only get like a sports package? Nope. They, they they actually set up the tiers to where like if you like like I like ESPN Classics. That's usually one of the most watched ESPN channel. Actually, ESPN Classics. Yeah. And um I like that shit. But they had to set up the way you can only get ESPN you can get like ESPN 1, 2 and 3. You get ES, you no know, ESPN 1 and 2 with one of, with the basic package. But to get ESPN Classics and ESPN U you got to get, like, one of the highest packages just to get those two channels. When I don't even watch the regular, the other two regular ESPN channels. And I was like, is it a way for me to just get these ESPN channels? And they was like, you can't just get just ESPN channels. And he was like, if you want to get an individual package, sports package, you still have to get, like, a package. Like, you still have to get, like, these other channels and shit. I'm like, bro, this shit sucks. Yeah, that shit sucks,
0: dude yeah' because I thought back in the day you could just get sports packages.
1: Nah, you can't do that. whenever we had cable I tried to ask I asked them I was like, can I just get like well you can get a sports package, but you got to get a package I mean, let me correct myself you can get a sports package, but you're still getting a package so yeah. even what you get this even what you get in a sport and if you get the sports package, that's usually one of the highest packages. That you they usually charge you so damn much for that package. And like you you're getting like you're getting a whole bunch, you're getting like the golf network. Like I don't even want that shit, bro. Like <laughs> you get like the you're getting like Formula One racing network. Like I don't yeah. want that shit. You're getting like a whole you're getting every every sports channel network. You're still not getting what you want. I'm Bruin, still not getting just ESPN. It's like bro, I, I
0: remember back in the day, man, like I'd be home.
1: You know, I watch something
0: on one channel. Like, i be on ESPN, MTV, BET, or i be on, like, the movie channels. That's probably, like, my favorite shit, the movie channels. And then I look. I was like, man, let me just flip the channels and see what I find. Like, we got, like, over 300 channels, and I only fuck with, like, five of them. You know? It's like- I'm like, I'm like, I know everybody that be paying for this shit do not be watching all these fucking channels, bro. It's pointless. They don't. Like, come
1: they don't, and I'm like, I, I've been there with that with this cable shit as growing up with it and as a, um, as an owner, as a subscriber, I've been there with this shit. And I'm, let me tell you, man, this shit is some bullshit. It's a straight ripoff. Your bill change each month, your bill change each month, shit. and then you can't really get really what you want. The packages don't make sense. Like some of the packages you'll be getting, like the QVC network, which is like the fucking network where they show, like where they
0: the the jury,
1: ju- yeah, the jury and shit. Like, bro, I don't want to see that shit. Uh, that's bro. like, bro, that should be on regular TV. Like,
0: yeah, public access,
1: public access. That should be a regular ass ass television show on uh channel three at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, right there. Instead of showing them damn telemarketers, you can put that shit and give it a slide.
0: Or the damn uh, commercials with all the damn side effects to taking these drugs or whatever. Dude, Those just be killing me. Like, I remember seeing that commercial back in the day. The nigga was like, hi, I have herpes. Yeah. He was, smi- he was smiling about that shit. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I ain't know why that nigga is happy. You know he want to blow his brains off. Right, What the fuck? Like, nigga, herpes? You smiling about that shit? Hey, I have herpes, and. I take such such and such. They make it seem
1: like they make ain't, ain't They don't deal with outbreaks and shit, and <laughs> like like they never have to deal with that shit. Right,
0: right. Like it's just a it's just a term. Like ah oh, you uh you you ain't got no You ain't got the clap. You good. You good. You still out here. I mean, look at Magic.
1: Magic out here making moves. <laughs> yeah, they they had to tell that nigga Magic, nigga. You honestly, you you just too far ahead of your time, and we have no. We have like no place for you in our NBA script, so yeah. Yeah, you got a job.
0: (laughs) Magic was like, "Uh, uh, I'm not gonna be here. Yeah, (laughs)
1: that's one of my (laughs) favorite damn little bonds.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bro. I mean, because like a player like Magic, dude, that's like a once in a generation. Like,
1: I remember I was telling you, bro. I was like, I don't think we've ever like. We didn't grow up at that time period, but I go back. I watch a lot of film, and I like to do a lot of research, and like really doing research and watching that film. I think it's safe to say that we've never seen a player like Magic Johnson, like the impact that he had. That he had, like LeBron James did not have the same impact that Magic Johnson had when he first came into the NBA. Um, I think the only person that might be the closest to it would have to be like Kareem, bro. Like, yeah, it have to be Kareem. It have to be. Um, it have to be uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Those two would be the closest ones to, like, when we talk about, like, a transcendental, like, like impact. And, like, yeah, like LeBron. But, I mean, it's different. I'm telling you, bro, it's different between LeBron, LeBron's impact of dominance at the time as uh, the same how Magic Johnson's impact was. I remember I was telling you, bro, people forget that he was 20 years old when he won finals MVP one and two that same finals he replaced the greatest one of the greatest if not the greatest player of all time Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he replaced that nigga against three against the Philadelphia 76ers who had Julius Erving and Moses Malone at 20 years old he played center
0: that's insane bro <laughs> and,
1: and, and they won the ring bro and he won Finals MVP at twenty years old, bro. Like that's not the <laughs>
0: that's absurd. That's a hurdle, bro. Nah, not with those Cavalier teams. You Hell no. Nah.
1: He wouldn't have been able to even do that shit, bro. That would be like LeBron having to replace Shaq, nigga. Now he could have. I mean, he probably would play well, but win the championship. Nah, but against a against a historical uh, that's a great bruh. That most, most of the malone teams were good, bro. Yeah,
0: with absolutely. Uh, Julius
1: Irvin and shit. so yeah, bro. I, I look at the magic john situation as yeah, he they couldn't control him and the way that they wanted to control him because he was too far ahead of his time, bro. He was doing yeah. shit like he was doing the euro step before the euro step, like he was bending the rule, like, he was doing shit that. He could have glitched the whole game, bro. He was glitching the game, bro. Like, they couldn't they, even... They,
0: they couldn't get the, uh... <laughs> they couldn't get the, um... To, uh... Magic. But they got the
1: Magic Jr. already. Right. Yeah, they tore his ass up real quick, bro. <laughs> but I think he was probably homosexual too, bro. Hey, man, look at look at that video of uh, Isaiah Thomas Both and holding
0: hands and shit. Nigga kissing each other and shit on the cheeks or whatever. Both of fuck them. out of here. Them niggas was doing that in like the early '90s, bro. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, yeah. "I've never seen that shit before." Yeah. And Isaiah Thomas, not guys, not he doesn't have not one, but he has two gay sons. So wow. So yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, th- I think definitely. I think that they're both like they. I think that's where he probably got it. If he really got it. Um. Come here. I think that's where he got it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think there was some undercover shit going on with that, with them niggas. Uh, this is Monkway and.
0: This is Stefan. You no,
1: know, this is the bond Council. We're just trying to keep on dropping this heat. I hope y'all have a, uh, a wonderful week. Everybody have a wonderful week. And, you know, we just, we're going to go ahead and, and, and sign off.
0: Yep. Until next time, stay blessed. Peace. Peace.